The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. It's John Holmberg here adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project too. I spend a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Holmberg's morning sickness. God went crazy. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. Somehow or another, it's Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness. And it is time now to move forward. We're just talking about uh, money being made. And uh, what was your 1973 baseball contract? Yeah, 73, the richest baseball contract uh, from the White Sox, as a matter of fact. Dick Allen, $250,000 for three years. For three solid years. Yeah, so not, not divide each year. That, divide that by three. So 250 divided by three, which is crushing <laughs> compared to what happened, you know, 50 years later. Yeah. Uh, that was the richest deal 50 years ago. And I am I was watching, and then you said something about in the late 70s, you saw something of the average salary was between 60 and 100 or whatever it was. It wasn't much. Then they started making the millions. Now we're looking at, four, you know, what's his name? The other day he signed a 10-year extension, Machado, yeah. for $40 million a year. Yeah, you know, they're making $35, $40 million a year now. It's ridiculous. A year. And I was uh, watching, I watched a lot of PBS last night because they ran the uh, 1968 Elvis comeback special. Nice. Awesome TV. That's the one in the uh, black leather The black outfit. leather. Yeah. There's a lot to it. That one's got a, the black leather outfit was the live performance, and there was a lot of, of pre-filmed stuff before and around it. But Elvis got. Uh, I watched it, and then there was a special on after PBS. Uh, my, I might have hit a new age low last night because I watched PBS pretty much uh, all night long, and uh, sat through almost every one of their little pledge moments in between because they don't do commercials, but they do like four minutes of the two old people going, "Are you enjoying what you're watching?" I'm like I really am. Uh, would you like a mug for this? I sure would. And all I have to do is give like eight dollars a month for Did the you rest. Pledge? Of- 
<laughs> no, no. <laughs> you're not that old yet. I'm not that old yet. I, I don't want to be on that list quite yet, because once you're on some sort of a PBS pledge list, I imagine, you know, hearing aid ads and uh, hair transplants and all sorts of crazy stuff. You won't ever see the end of it. I worry about that, but PBS is the thing. So I was looking at it. I'm like, I think I want that mug. I, th- I did. I liked, the, uh, I liked the gifts they were given. But then Elvis was making um, a mil- $100,000 a show. In Vegas in 1970, I think, which is an astronomical amount of money for 1970 for anybody to do a thing. Hundred grand, oh, it's hundred grand a day. Did two shows a day. Yeah, hundred grand a day, which is insane. And he was doing, you know, wasn't it like five nights a week? Or oh, he was doing it? yeah, he was doing four or five nights a week, and yeah. he was doing it four weeks, uh, and then he'd sit it out, and he was getting just millions of dollars, just th- tons. And when he died, he was worth a little less than five million. Just a, it's amazing how, how Elvis squandered every penny he ever had in every avenue. Like his, he was making a million dollars a movie. He made thirty-five movies in six years. I don't know about squandering. Well, I mean, it's a combination. Did some squandering. If you're only worth five, I think the million. Colonel got a chunk. Well, Colonel ate, ate some up, but we were looking at and he died with. Nothing. It's still hard. Yeah, he died broke. Yeah. It's still hard to blow uh, that kind of money when you're when you're. You know, I mean, the, 77, he died in 77, so he's getting, and he was tour, 167 nights a year he was doing a show, and um, and Vegas was getting him 100 grand per show, basically, so he's pulling the, the couple million out of Vegas for a month and all the rest of them, so he was making six, seven, eight million back then a year. I read and- something that he would go home at Christmas, and basically, um, he would take a week, and he would line up, and for one week, people would, in the area... Would line up for a check. And Elvis would hand just, out money. He'd cut checks. And see that. To, uh, he'd, he'd have um, you know whatever he he made. It was like generally it would go up to a million bucks. He would just give a million dollars to the. He would just cut the citizens that were having hard times, basically in in his town of Memphis. Wow! And then he, the amount of Cadillacs he gave away. Oh, yeah, he handed out. He would, cars. He'd go, go to the dealership. Go pick yourself up. Like one. I said, he squandered a lot yeah. of his money to be yeah. worth less than $5 million when you see the money he made. But then you go and see what everybody else was pulling. You know, Entertainment was the highest paid movie star by the tons. Nobody came close to getting a million dollars a movie in the 60s. I mean, it was crazy. A hundred grand to just show up to something. $100,000 in 1970 is, you know, basically a million dollar talent fee. The guy showed up to something. Here's a million bucks for being here. Not even performing, just, hi, how are you? And the ass he was getting, And too. the ass he Ooh. was pulling. So the one lady that was in King Creole is now a Benedictine uh, nun. And, yeah. He ruined her. And, and he, she, she was in two movies with him. And, and the pictures they showed, her, her mouth might as well have just been in an O form. She, everybody blew Elvis. I mean, every, I, I never really saw that and until. And Margaret. Everybody blew Elvis. There wasn't an, a woman on there that you're like, well, then we had really not, And Elvis... Uh, there was, she watched the uh, funeral of Martin Luther King with him. This this now this lady's now a nun, and then she goes and I, I, I just we just or no that was a different lady but another one and she was just like and then I held Elvis in my arms while he wept and then he he got up and sang, um, uh, what is the uh, uh, grace amazing, to, grace. amazing grace yeah he yeah. sang amazing grace and he got up and sang amazing grace and she's like and it was just for me. And I'm like, I can only imagine how far your your jaw dropped open like a snake trying to eat a bunny. It was just wide open. Just, all right, Elvis, park it here. That dude 
just ridiculous. Every girl he was in those movies with, and, and they and they had a hairdresser on there, and he was like, Elvis looked at me and said, I just keep making the same movies over and over. And I asked him why he did, and he said, because this is what people like, and I don't like it. And I'm like, mm, the hairdresser's not seeing why exactly Elvis is making the same movie over and over. because he gets basically a bunch of, he doesn't have to try. They hire like 20 girls to come show up so Elvis can f*** all of them. And then they go, hooba, 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 on a surfboard, and it's over. Change it up every once in a while. Let's make it a Western. It was pros- okay, it was prostitution. Yeah, put this costume on. <laughs> herba, 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 and then everybody gargled on him. And he left. He was doing a movie a week. It was just hammering these young... No, this one, champ, you're a race car driver. Yeah, right. These young girls would come rolling in like, all right, here's... Uh, and Margaret, uh, you, nobody knows her yet. And it was over. I'm like, this is the greatest life anyone's ever led. I want that documentary. I watched three hours of Elvis. It was at 11 o'clock it ended. I watched three hours of Elvis documentary after the 68 special. And I'm like, where's the one where everybody tells? It's been you know, almost 50 years since he died. Where's the one where somebody finally comes out and says, tell all. here's what happened. Elvis was... Here's here's all those movies in a nutshell. They were Colonel yeah, Tom. Yeah, the in-between little, uh, you know, concerts and movies. All the cute stuff. It's almost like the life of Jesus. It it's is. It's not recorded. It's all, Well, that's the thing. Nobody ever knew who Elvis was. They knew the, the stage performer, but, the, the like, Colonel Tom Parker was a pimp. He went and got bitches. Did he and the Jordanaires and the, uh, oh, they was never it, the talked. Memphis Mafia? Things happened. Uh, they never talk about like the the horrifying treatment of everyone in their lives. That um, Colonel Tom Parker was a low level pimp that brought in you know little starlets to come bone Elvis, and he probably just went that one, that one, that one, and that one. And they came in and gave him a million dollars to sit in a room. He didn't, and, you know, Elvis. Thank got, you, Snowman. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. But that's not the story we're told. He was just such a. They tried to make him a family man. I'm like, come on, Elvis was a mess. Where's the real story? The Boz Lerman movie's pretty good, but you don't see the, you know, the absolute disgust that those those terrible movies. If you look at the laundry list of movies that were coming out, Elvis was just gross, grinding it too. The one, the movie called Girls, Girls, Girls. I, I imagine, and that's the other thing I started thinking last night. There's other Elvis kids out there. They're out there somewhere. Some, Mom hasn't told. It's amazing. Anyone, one of the ladies became a goddamn nun. It got so, like, I got to change everything about my life. I can't be an actress with Elvis. My ass hurts so bad, I, I got to get right with Jesus. She turned into a nun after doing King Creole because he just, she saw things nobody needs to see. There are Elvis babies out there. Somewhere there's Elvis kids. Do you think it was uh, the time where it was the, the check was cut? Oh, and sure. now they're grown, and there's no reason to go after. Going back to my regular uh, or my uh, initial thought, Elvis made that much money and died with less than five million, and 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 his and his estate makes fifty million a year on average every year. Yeah, it's a lot of velvet Elvises that out is, there. Man. Yeah, you think about that. So there's probably checks still going out the door for people to shut up about being Elvis's baby. <laughs> Elvis's kids. Are, there's there's. Estimation after watching the casting of Girls, 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 141 Elvis kids out there. Somewhere around there because that was one of 35 movies he made in a couple of years. 100, 100, 165 Elvis kids. 
There are Elvis babies. If you and your mom can't talk about it because she's there was shame. Where's the one woman that comes out and goes, I had an Elvis baby? That she's got to still be out there. They want to say something. It's amazing on all those movies and how many songs they're just oh, slapping together, pumping out garbage. And they were like number one soundtracks were number one every time you released it until the last few. And they're like, all right, you're making too many. I just want to have sex with everybody. And it was it was it was debauchery. Come on, sing one for us. And maybe the most underrated part of Elvis's life was that he just sat in a studio, Paramount Pictures in Hollywood, and just had every hot young woman come up and bone him. Sally Field is the closest to ever talk because she did that one movie with him. She goes, "You fell into his spell pretty fast." I'm pretty sure she boned him. But she's like, you met Elvis, and it was, and that's what all the ladies were saying. It's like he he's in the room. You're pretty much under his, his spell. Yeah. yeah, he cares about you. He didn't care. He just walked in and <laughs> I'm Elvis. Oh my God, he is Elvis. I I can't I can't shut my jaw. My jaw wide open. I made it so you disconnected your jaw. You've it happens. I just walk in a room, and your jaw pops off. It was great, and I'm looking at it like I don't know anybody's led a life like that since. There, we haven't had a superstar like Elvis that's that way. That's just a, you know, panties fall off. We haven't had one. Elvis was the last one because the, the biggest name since had been Prince. Maybe Prince a little bit to a certain degree. But he kept his on the DL But he a lot. did. Yeah. Tom, Michael Jackson didn't Tom do it. Jones? Well, not Tom Jones? Tom Jones was nowhere near Elvis. Nothing yeah. close to Elvis. But, I mean, Tom Jones, I mean, I'm not saying nobody got laid. I'm saying nobody hit it like Elvis did. Nobody had that just walk in a room. And then your mouth's open, kind of power. DiCaprio. That length. DiCaprio might. You might have yeah. something there. DiCaprio might have that hypnotic juice that he walks into a room and it's like, <laughs> Yeah, the other jaws have disconnected, yeah. Mr. DiCaprio. You get your pick of the litter. Too young, maybe too protected. David Cassidy, a couple of years. <laughs> See, no, you're, just, just you're going burned out. pop idols. I'm not talking. Yeah. There's guys who they got laid. Idols. We're not talking about dudes who walked in a room and girls' jaws disconnected. Like he didn't have to do any work. Cassidy walked in. He got a couple of groupies. Groupies are different than an entire population of women that will just fall over themselves. We haven't had that. DiCaprio might be the closest yeah. one. If DiCaprio walks in a room, I can imagine girls are like, uh-oh. Ow. My, ah, both my guys are my car. <laughs> then I'd put Pitt and Clooney in there. Maybe. I don't think to Elvis' standard. I don't think. I think those, no, those gotta, are all I mean, just the kind singing, of. It's to the next level. But those are all just kind of like, the oh, there's king. George Clooney. That's pretty impressive. I don't think he walks into a room and just looks at you and your your jaw opens. And but just, Clooney and Pitt, I mean, all the chicks like him, but it's not like he has that. They Neither one of them had that aura like right. like, like you're saying. Elvis just, had you know. a thing. It's totally. You can't. There's You can sit and laundry list me all day long of people. Yeah. It's not going to come close. And, and I'm trying to think of one, because there's other giant celebrities. Michael Jackson is the only other person that famous. But he didn't like chicks. That's what I'm saying. So, the little boy's jaws yeah. popped off, and they didn't. God, my God, I can't go out. It's okay. It's all right. It's natural when Corey I come Feldman, in. Corey Feldman. Um, <laughs> right, their jaws <laughs> popped right off. Like Legos. They just disconnected. But yeah, I can't think of like a celebrity that, I don't know. He might be the most famous person of all time. Him and Muhammad Ali. That might be it. It's up there because I mean it's and I don't know if Muhammad walked in a room and made people's jaws pop off. I think I don't think he had the sex appeal. But Elvis was amazing. Watching that special last night, I'm like, we need to do another one that doesn't flower up Elvis so much. He's always flowery. 
And they always make him like a sad figure, like, oh, whatever. That dude lived 20 lifetimes. He died when he was 42, but he looked like he was 80 for a reason. He had basically done more in those 42 years than anyone could have ever imagined as far as, you know, Blazing the original trails oh. for prescription drugs. Everything he did was, was just mind-blowing. And the 60s, I can't even imagine what was going on there. What, what his life had to be like. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd want it. Like every guy would think oh, you, could, you could just bone every young. Like if you took every Instagram superstar, Elvis would have gone, Colonel Tom, go get that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. And, and, I mean, you know, Pete Davidson's probably the closest thing we've seen to what's going on here. He's got some sort of, he's got the Kavorka. Yeah, because even Sinatra nah. didn't have the. Uh, he probably had a, he had a taste a- of it, but nothing like what Elvis ended up doing. Crazy. It's great. It's fun to watch. Longevity. We need, a, 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 we need a an amazing documentary about Elvis's ladies and have them start coming clean. Show us the scars where they had to have TMJ surgery and we're running out of time. Go fix that. Yeah, they're getting old. Those broads are ancient now. Talking about the ones I was nineteen when I met him. Oh, you were nineteen. Me and four girlfriends from high school were hired to be in the movie Girls Laying Down, and Elvis walked in the room, and then it was over. He probably just went in and just dipped one at a time. One time, third time. Hi, you doing? Thanks. Nice to meet you. I don't even think he shook hands. Cadillac, Cadillac. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't shake hands with anyone. Hi. <laughs> That's how I shake hands. I just jab it on the back of your throat. These original Jeter, original <laughs> gift baskets yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Cadillac, you get a Cadillac, you get, Cadillac, you get a Volkswagen. You know, a little <laughs> chunky. Yeah, he didn't shake hands. I don't like touching them. That's Jeremy. So, I'll just gag you with an Elvis stick. The other thing is uh, that you don't hear much about. He was the first guy to get the original uh, VCR. The recording equipment. Yeah. Well, he was. Then he was. It was like when it first came out. Because um, um, I think it was the Bob Crane was talking about Elvis had it. Then then Bob Crane came in and tried to get the. Uh, he he got uh, one of the. Original I remember Richard Dreyfus or Richard Dreyfus. Dawson. Dawson was the one that introduced everybody to that stuff because yeah. he was filming sex with everybody. Because think of that, the Hogan's Heroes cast was getting laid pretty easily. Imagine what Elvis was dealing with. Just stars shooting out of there. I, I can't even. Who would want that life? That would be too much. You'd be so bored. You'd be so incredibly Good for bored. a minute. It would be great Give for a, a while. Oh, look, bit, yeah. I, I would look if you could quantum leap me into yeah. anyone. I think after last night, I just I'm like, I always thought, who would you quantum leap into? Who would you, if you could do the quantum leap and you get to be inside somebody's real life? I just changed my answer to Elvis last night. I mean, for you know, for who would little, have been before that? Hitler. I wanted to see what he thinks. Yeah, I wanted to see how that guy's head brain operates, and then I could escape it or maybe fix it. Elvis, I'd just sit back and let what happened happen. I would abuse it. Yeah, prior to the, the quantum leaping, if, if people ask, like, who would you, if you could go back for a, a 48 hours and be someone, be in their head, understand their thoughts, know what's going on, who would you be? Hitler was always my answer. And people are like, that's terrible. I'm like, not because I want to do what he did. Now, see if I can sway the thoughts, if I can manipulate the boat, you know, and put it, put the re- reverse. Let's go backwards a little bit. Doc Brown said that's dangerous. You can't do that. You can't do that. But yeah. that's, yeah. But, uh, but why not? Just go back and see. But, yeah, or just go back, and maybe you're not allowed to change the course of time, but I still want to know how that guy's brain operated. I want to know what thoughts he had. That would interest me. Not anymore, Elvis. When did it happen? Elvis. Where did the turn Elvis. Oh, it was, it was, there was no turn. It started it young. It stayed that way. 
Every Ava Braun of, wasn't that hot either. No, every, no. no and I don't want to. And his nuts didn't work. And it, yeah. That wasn't his only flavor. I wouldn't go back with, for Hitler's sex runs. <laughs> but Elvis changed it. Elvis is like, if you could, sw- you know, you could switch with anybody in history. That dude is. It's up there. Remarkable. Now, the only thing that would be troubling is how everybody smelled like smoke. And that would bother me now. It used to not, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I didn't care. Now that nothing smells like smoke anymore, I catch it. It's disgusting now. And I used to have no problem with it. So that would be the only issue is going back in the 60s and being Elvis and then like, oof, man, every single thing smells like an ashtray, including the broads. Yeah, the cleanliness factor you don't think about. Going back to the 60s, you're like, you could be Elvis for a day. If Elvis, Elvis would probably want to swap with us. Can't believe how clean everyone is. Oh, where are you shaving? Yeah, and all shaved up. This is great. You don't know how much oh. pie I had to get through. I was flossing with pubes on a nightly. I'm scrubbing it with lava soap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think about that. It'd be yeah. like making out with a slot machine at O'Shea's or something. <laughs> oh, God. Yuck. Oh. It would, though. You're absolutely right. And broads didn't, uh, women didn't get clean until 93. That's my. That's my assessment. 93 was when it all started getting good for the ladies. Otherwise, you wouldn't know anything ugh. different because that was the standard. Yeah, you're thing. right, but man. So it was heaven. But I would if I if I quantum leaped back into Elvis's body and be like, well, the things he tolerated. Then through. maybe you wouldn't be taking advantage of it. I know, I might have been just been like, you know, Elvis, <gasps> Elvis taking a couple of days off just to wander through some gardens. <laughs> Elvis is being really weird right now. He's got all these girls with their disconnected jaws, and I'm just going to take a look at some flowers. You guys stink. What is it, Elvis? Why don't you want me? Because you smell like salmon and butterscotch, baby. <laughs> you can't do it. But yeah, it was a, what a special that was. And just watching him just be, and just a, a, just a pretty human being, just a handsome son bitch. And that comeback special was just amazing. It's pretty outstanding. Incredible. Pretty cool. So yeah, I was on PBS. I almost bought the cup. Sorry, PBS. Thanks for the free entertainment. I just, I can't do it. I feel like somehow or another I'm already paying PBS. I feel like tax dollars somehow. I don't know. But something's covering PBS. Not It's not totally donations. Something's in there. Are they still down in uh, Tempe? Where are the studios? Just no, right by the studios. They're by Con- Cronkite, I think. They probably have a couple of cups. Yeah, around. maybe if I wandered in and gave them. Look, I don't want on any list, but here's $20 cash. Thanks for the Elvis special. <laughs> Can I get one of the mugs? Well, if you want to be a monthly donor. No, no, no. I don't want to be on your list. See, that's the problem. I think once. I don't think you're going to leave me alone. I mean, I tried. Be, I tried to be kind to the wounded warriors, and they still send me calendars and you know. Or yell it's Trace Atkins about money. that. What's that? Or yell Trace Atkins. Trace Atkins is, is he's 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 got a good you know. I think everybody should probably give to this cause, wounded warriors. I'm like, all right, well, here's the money, and then they send me. They've sent me hundreds of dollars more than I've given them in just tchotchkes. Calendars and, and that's gifts. how much money's coming in. I know, and that's why I'm like, well, I don't want to give to this. They're they're not using it for wounded warriors. They're buying journals and sending it back to anybody that's ever given them twenty bucks. Has Sarah McLaughlin sent you anything lately? No. I get the uh, I address labels from March of Dimes. Oh, every year. really nice. Just like I've got stop it. Address labels. Go. Well, There's that's not, not the PBS oh, cup. No, uh, this well, one. Well, it is, but it is not but, the one they were offering. No. And I actually kind of like that one too. The uh, Elvis mug is what they were doing. Twenty five <laughs> bucks for the PBS cup. Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> see if I got... just buy it second hand. That way, I don't have to give to PBS. <laughs> I don't know if they've got the Elvis mug on. Ooh, that's that not it. Although that's pretty solid. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should just give to PBS. 
I do I do watch a lot of Antiques Roadshow. I, I abuse the PBS. But I can't help but think it's not free. I haven't and seen I the Roadshow in a while. They well, run a new great. stuff? No, it doesn't even matter. You know what they do is it's great on the Roadshow is if it's an old show, <laughs> they're like, your painting is devalued $10,000 in this sad That's sad what I like, yeah. I love when they lose. And then it wah, says wah. 2023, and it'll give you what it's worth today. Yeah, and a lot of times it makes that little noise at the end. It's like, this guy actually cashed in. It's okay. After somebody already sold it to the pawn shop. Right. You know? Man, I better get rid of it before it's worth nothing. And now it's worth a lot more. It's crazy. But yeah, I, I'm sorry, PBS. You know what? I'll give PBS a few bucks. But I am going to do it the way that we're talking, right? Go down and give them an envelope of cash like Brett's people. There you go. Direct. Can we get your name and address? You don't need any of that nonsense. You just take this cash and do what's right. Give me the goddamn mug. You do what's right now. Give me my mug. (laughs) Just your name, sir? Yes. Brett Vesely. Paul Marshall. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Paul Marshall. There's going to be three (laughs) donations from Brett today. That's right. (laughs) Mr. Vesely, sure are generous today. You look different than eight minutes ago. Well, I've been uh, working out. (laughs) We're uh, going to make you a gold member in no time. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Your Look name at, will scroll after the specials. <laughs> this Brett Fessley's... Oh, my jaw just fell off. My jaw. That happens. The ladies usually have their jaws pop off because I'm about to feed them a bunch of pork. <laughs> yeah, I, it was weird. I've never seen anything like it. I never really watched Elvis for that before. I always watched for the silly little songs and stuff. Never really realized that all those movies weren't about the movies. They were about pimping. Elvis couldn't go out and get ass he couldn't go to a bar they didn't have clubs back then like they didn't have the vegas we have he had to hide all the time so colonel tom just a front of hookers coming in and harvey weinstein basically that's what he was he's harvey you're going in you want to be a star do what i tell you and get in elvis's room god bless him yeah (laughs) and they did it and Ann margaret she was like smoke 20 boned him like crazy yeah that was living back then. Now, no, now everybody's against it. Now Mark Wahlberg can't even hand out an award to Asian people, and everybody loses their goddamn mind. He gave uh, he gave the SAG award to everything, everywhere, all at once, which is mostly Asian cast. And and then Asians uh, writer for the Wall Street Journal puts an article out and says, you know, you yelled at Asians. He used to yell racial things at Asians when he was a teenager, and he got he went to beat jail up for a it. couple yeah, of beat up uh, beat up some Asians kids. I'm like that's terrible. Like so, now he's fifty something. Can we have a moment of redemption or grace for this guy at all? He's apologized. I think he's proven over and over. Yeah, he's proven himself from age seventeen to fifty that he hasn't hit an Asian once. I mean, I think that's a redemption tour. There's a seventeen-year-old moron. Can we all just forgive that for a second? Nope. It lives with him. He can't even give them the award for best picture. Here you go. Congratulations. My God, there's so many of you. I took my fists are balled up. I want to kill everybody. He's, he actually, the, the success was he gave the SAG Award to the mostly Asian cast of uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and he didn't even slap one. I yeah, mean, I think, no he's, I think he's cured. He didn't say anything. All right, bring your yellow asses up here. It's time for your award. <laughs> he didn't do anything dumb. He didn't say anything bad. It's time to get off everybody's back for something they did 40 years ago. And he's probably over it at this point. Like, "Eh, that's what they think of me. That's what they think of me. But Asians, you're not that sensitive to Mark Wahlberg movies. Good God. He's the biggest thing in China. 
Now he did what he did one of the Transformers. Multiple For crying right? out loud, they ate that up. They're over it. If China can get over it, so can we. Uh, let's get a wake up song. Maybe in honor of Elvis. Just all that. I just can't no, even think no. of it. Anyway, no, I don't want to hear a lot of that Elvis stuff. No, and it's going to be a lot of those Boston Elvis covers like no. ZZ Top no. doing Viva Las Vegas I and like, stuff. I like that one. Ugh. There's a couple of them in there that are pretty good, but uh, don't do it. Maybe not. Maybe a song about Elvis. Or, yeah, there you go. Yeah, something like that. Uh, give it to us good and strong. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Remember, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. All right. Off we go. Thank you, Alliance. Somebody emailed and said, John, you just said something that I've told people forever and have always been accused of being nuts. If I could switch with anybody in history, it would be Hitler just to find out what he's like. Some people just don't understand that. Yeah, that would be more of a deep dive psychological quantum leap switch. That would be a thing where you plug into that guy for just to, I would, I was asked that at my first wedding, the, they did that thing. If you could have dinner with anybody in history, I'd pick him. I know everybody always says, Jesus Christ. I'm like, all right, I thought he was everywhere already. What do you need him for? Uh, but I said Hitler and there was <gasps> an audible gasp. Well, you're supposed to guess what your future spouse did. Oh. And I said, she guessed Hitler. She was right. She goes, he talks about it a lot. I do. And everybody, and oh, like not because I want to get to know, like I want to be on his team, you morons. It's like he's a fascinating figure in history. I mean, beyond fascinating. We always remember the bad guy. Darth Vader is the best part of Star Wars, not because you want to be on his side, because the dude is just present. I would want to know what it's like to be in that brain, to have your mind say, I should control the entire planet. I don't know how that operation works. And think about how many, I mean, like Hitler, most, you know, Napoleon, who's so sure. close, all those guys that made a run at the. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Germany was uh, close. They almost did it. Yeah. That little nutbag almost did it. And uh, the, uh, not that I'm like, wow, close one, kid. Nice try. You just want to know what goes through somebody's mind to say, no, we, well, this is going to happen. That's going to happen my way. And also, I've got a plan for the planet. I have a plan for the planet, brain. I don't, that doesn't register with me. That's, that's, uh, hold on a second. I've got a plan for the planet. And then everybody in the room will be like, well, whatever. And then you actually come up with a plan for the planet, good, bad, or otherwise, and then start to execute it. <laughs> I can't get a handyman to the house and have like my week not be ruined because I'm like, oh, he's coming Thursday, get an appointment. Oh, my whole week's ruined. A plan for the planet takes, like Years. meticulous time, <laughs> like of your day is. Re- I can't. I, I, his mind has to race at a different speed than mine. And then uh, getting the entire nation to get in on right. Uh, we got to uh, build again. Not this o- like I said. Not only have a plan, start to execute it, and it starts working. 
you've got a nice following going, his plan for the planet seems about right. We're doing this. And then knocking everybody down who disagreed with your plan for the planet. And even just kind of barging over people who didn't know you had a plan for the planet. Poland was kind of like, this guy seems a little bit uh, loud. They but, really like building planes they don't, for some reason. They don't, they don't seem to be bothering us quite yet. And then, boom, you're, you're not Poland anymore. France was the same way. It's like, this little tyrant's getting noisy. <laughs> you're not France anymore. You're us now, and we're going to keep walking around. That, in my mind, I want to feel the racing nonsense. And again, maybe you pull it back. And I got another email that said, "Wouldn't if you could choose to quantum leap with anybody and pick the day, who would you choose? Do you have one? Quantum leap anybody, pick the day you get to be that person. Experience that day. Hmm. Mine are all I'll dark. Take, really? All I right. don't have any light. I'm not like Neil Armstrong. Nope. Although that's in there. Who you got? Well, if we're going to go on the lighter side, I'd say like uh, I'll go Sinatra performing at the Sands in Vegas. Just one like day. Just Rat Pack shows. Any of those the Rat Pack show days. Just to do a, okay. If we're going to go on the darker side, yeah. I'll be Al Capone on St. Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> well, actually committing a murder. He didn't do it. His boys did. <laughs> well, then I'll pick OJ. Same thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, yeah. OJ the day after the murder would be my choice. Rolling around in the Bronco. Jeez. Yeah, mine's No, G-rated. not yet. Mine's He's in G-rated. Chicago. Oh, I mean, right. the first thing Bambi, that came to my mind. Be no, it was uh, uh, Montana when he threw the, the Joe second Montana? on the Super Bowl. Which one? The one where... Um, was that the second one where he's like, that's John Candy, the crowd? And he beats around. the Bengals? Yeah. You'd go out and beat your own team? Well, they haven't won one yet. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you would go out and beat your own team. That's your thrilling. That's like me going back and watching. Well, I'd be Larry Brown and intercept the Steelers' Neil O'Donnell twice. You're insane. It would take the herd away. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Rethink this. That's a terrible one. You can't call yourself a Bengals fan and have your moment of uh, quantum leapery be to go beat them in the Super Bowl. That should be a painful memory. You shouldn't be happy with Joe Montana. You should be. You should hate Joe Montana. And then the other one was uh, Nicholas on his fifth Masters. You go around a golf. That's not very exciting, but I understand why you're doing it. Or Derek Jeter handing out gift baskets. That was an amazing win. Sure, it's an amazing win, but I mean, it is very G-rated. Where I'm sure he just went home and had a nice cup of tea with his wife. Like this is like when Brady fantasized what TV character to be. It's and the chose pinnacle Jonathan of sports, you know. It's the pinnacle of sports on those two events. Right? I know, but you got to understand that it's a weak fantasy. Like it isn't like a. It's monumental for Jack and golf to a certain degree, but we're talking about like boom, something big. Like his Al Capone is horrifying, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Yours is like that's sweet. That's nice. Again, we chose different categories. We chose Sam Malone and Tony Soprano yeah. to be any TV character ever. You chose Jonathan Hart from Heart to Heart. <laughs> you had a beautiful wife at home. Gorgeous. You could get a, you can get some sleep. Just a, it seems mundane. You know, it doesn't seem like a fantasy so much as it does just a nice day. <laughs> you know, I'm I, not to say that Jack Nicholas winning the Masters. For the fifth time, you would be a four, you'd be a middle aged white that guy. Final round. Your fantasy is to go back and be a middle aged yeah. white guy, which is not far fetched. I take uh, when Tiger Woods crushed the field in a sure. Pebble Beach. Man, your fantasies are very white, golf related. Even as a black guy, they're white. <laughs> Toledo, what about you? 
Who do you swap with? I know who you. I your dad. You go back Everybody, and see what that dude. Everybody's was Everybody's going to be going going dark, and I I was thinking I'll go dark, but I'll go yeah. back to the day that my uh, half brother Jeremy got run over by the what? school bus, so I can sit there and laugh. <laughs> oh my wow. God. One, because I knew you'd like that. Oh, one. that's very <laughs> That is quasi-evil. He wants to be the bus driver. Wow. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, swap out with the bus driver that ran your brother uh, over. Wow. <laughs> that's a good one. Why? Why do you want to watch your brother die? I'm just at least look on my dad's face. Oh, I've just never seen. the great disappointment of your father actually losing the one he liked. I gotcha. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never got that. He, at least he got 15 good years in right. before the bus pushed him down the road in Montana. And you'd just be like, see, should have kept me. I'm going to live a long time. OJ, the day after the murder is a good quantum leap. Because, because you like to to get into that mind. What makes you want to be uh, Jack Nicholas? I was so just bad. thinking of uh, just championships in general in sports. Just to be winning a, the the top to feel what it's like round. to win a championship. Yeah, interesting. That's pretty good. I bet you it would be a little bit uh, disappointing. Like you get to that level and you're like, this feels great. The game would be the best part of it, and then you know, just as it ends, then the rest might be a little. Give me, one, I give me one like that. I'll be Jermaine Curse, who caught the touchdown to beat Green Bay to put uh, Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Which but one? But then they lost that Super Bowl. Yeah, I was going to say that was to the yeah. uh, Patriots. But yeah. but that particular Jermaine game Kurse for like two weeks, he was everything, and yeah. then he was gone a year later. To me, the sports thing is bad because the pressure to just okay, now what? Now you've set a new bar for yourself. I think it would be daunting. But you know, I mean, you're. Pre- yeah, you got to be right on the certain day on the other things, like the day after the. Yeah, I, w- I don't. I wouldn't want to win the championship. I'd want to, like, yeah. I would. I don't know. I don't think I. I don't think I'd pick sports. I think because my competitive brain, even as low level sports as I ever played, nothing was ever enough. It was constant. The better I did, the the more I never had a satisfactory moment in sports. I the sports bothered me. Because every game I played that was good, I'm like, now that has to be what I do every time or to this point. You watch me golfing. If I have a bad hole, I start breaking clubs. But imagine, though, that you're now having the game. You've careered in that game. And your team won. So you got, you know, MVP. I've never felt, and maybe that's why sports couldn't work for me. I've never felt satisfied. Like, I always played a game and thought, I I could, it's my dad did that to me. Every great game I had, he would go, remember the, that you struck out. And you struck out swinging at something ugly. Like, he's right. And, and that was Little League. I mean, it was just the, in your brain to say you can be all. He, he was Bill Belichick. It was that moment where, like. Don't get complacent. We've always got more to, to gain. And I never felt like even winning everything was like, that's now i got to do that every time or it's a failure. So I think I think so. I look at sports different. I understand what you're saying, but I look at sports a little oddly different because I'm like, they're, they're never satisfied. Especially winning the Masters. It's like, all right, now i got the British coming up. And if I don't win that, this was for nothing. And you watch that, you know, that, uh, I forget the name of the show that's on right now that kind of follows the golfers or tennis players. Full swing. After yeah. you win, the pressures Ooh. on after that fact are really, <laughs> you know, killer. Oh, yeah. that's what, I, And that's why I think sports, yeah. especially guys like Nicholas, winning the Masters was an expectation. 
So winning it was like, okay, I've done what I'm supposed to do. This is the first tournament I haven't failed in in a long time. Like I think they, they think they thrive so much on not failing that winning doesn't feel good. It's it's the, yeah, it's a tough journey. That's why I like it. But it seems to me, from what I've seen of of the PGA, you work so long to get one major yeah. or one big one tournament. tournament. You want. Yeah. yeah, but then once you get that tournament, aren't you a lifetime member? Then isn't yeah. that how that thing works? With like the you Masters, don't have to you're get always your card there. or anything like that. Well, Only uh, one or two terms. I think Masters. Masters well, no, the, Masters is now a, a five year. But the Masters the champions is, can always. You get to be a member at the Augusta forever. Yeah. yeah, and then you can play in the tournament yours. whenever you choose to. You can you can be in it. Yeah, but you don't have to win that's it every five Arnie years. Was in yeah, it that's why those early, old men right? always threw their green coats yeah. on and played a hole or two. Yeah, when they were ninety. But I mean, it, you're right. If if that's your career, then you need that's the pressure to but play. But I mean, there is that weirdness that I think people have that you're not satisfied with a championship. It's it's what you're supposed to do. And I and I would hate that. I think that would drive me. I think it would drive me to depression. That you would constantly feel like God. That was I won the Masters, and you walk away going, "I have to do this every you year. Did. I have to do this every year now, or else for I, some I fail." I, well, I think a lot of those, like Tiger Woods, was driven mad by the game. Well, the guy that won it this past week, uh, the Honda Classic, you know, it'd been eight years. Yeah, for him since he won Kirk, anything. Chris Kirk, right. And again, maybe he doesn't have that same, but I think guys like Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, the extremely great players, are dogs with a tennis ball. They don't have anything on it's their brain driven. but that, and it's never enough, which drives them to craziness sometimes. I think, like a which we could take, take it to your uh, you know world leader or the guy trying to take over right. the world. It's just never enough. Never enough. Keep going. Well, yeah, and then like Hitler, though, had a plan to devastate, a, like even more so. His plan was to own the planet. Like, I question having multiple properties for rentals. Oh, my God. He owned, he wanted to own. Hey, the Baltics are acting up again. The planet. I could never say that. (laughs) I can't even go like, you know, Tucson's bothering me. Right. I'm going to come up with a plan to get rid of it. (laughs) He did. And he started to work it out. (laughs) Just imagine. I mean, (laughs) it's it's mind-blowing to me. I mean, think about the the uh, download sessions you have. Oh, please, what what would he be? Having I don't want to go his, downstairs to hear Hart tell me we got to have a lunch. We're like, oh, got a lunch. Imagine all the Hitler. If we really want this plan to work, you got you can't take days off. This guy meetings a little this guy different. Ferdinand's yeah. coming to town. Yeah. Oh, he's going to cause a bunch of problems if you don't meet with him. That was Franz Ferdinand. That was World War One. <laughs> right. uh, well, Hitler wasn't around for well, that no, one. No, that was where the beginnings began. Well, Hitler fought in that war, but yeah. he was not. He wasn't meeting Franz. <laughs> He had a different plan. Yeah, the Kaiser and him were at odds. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm just to sit and say, I'm tired of Mesa. I'm going to get Do you have your presentation for Russia today? <laughs> we had a meeting at 10 I o'clock. Think of, think of it that way. Think of how big a task it would be to say, you know who I'm sick of? Chandler. And I've come up with this plan, and I'm getting rid of it. And you get all of Mesa in. Or you've got a and little they bit do of juice it. as Maricopa County, and you're all of a sudden, you know, Gila County? You got some good resources, but I'm getting rid of all the people yeah. there. And it starts at the Swizzle Inn. What? Yeah, because that's how Hitler did it. <laughs> oh, he sat in a, yeah, bar, was a bar and he came up with a few ideas and threw them on a, on a napkin. And like, what do you guys think of this? I'm like, that's crazy. But I'm You're in. Crazy, but I'm oh, fine. If you think we can get rid of Chandler tonight, we'll do it. And you, the guy comes back the next day with blueprints. Who was the, uh, who was the first two that he presented to? You know, there was a, it was, I wonder. It was a group of people who weren't happy with the way Germany was going. Yeah. 
And so they met in that bar a lot. Creating yeah. the party. Kind of, yeah. It ended up turning into that. But there were seven, seven or eight, then 20, then 25, 30. And word got out. And it was more of a social club, like yeah. what Brett's people do. Yep. And then it was. Don't talk about And then the one dude's right, like, don't I'm talk serious. About what happens in it's the club. that thing when you have those Genocide things. Let's club. take the we plan to the next <laughs> level. We at Tony Roma's years ago had a plan to get rid of one of the managers because he was a douche. And he had this dumb oh, meeting. Worker revolts. And then work. he left, and we all sat in the bar and we're like, what, what do we do? And we came up with this plan. And then I just remember going, if we're going to do this, we all have to, like, I'm serious. This We can make this happen. But well, none of you of can fade. No, yeah, everybody's got to be. No, you're all Stay in, in character. Yeah, you all have to do this. And anybody gets cold feet, we're done. Because it'll be a coup. Right, and we're exposed. And and then everybody's in on it. So then this looks like a big conspiracy and we're all fired. So everybody has to. I mean, we can do this. And I remember how hard it was to get those 10 people. To, to buy just, into to, it. To, no, they were all bought in. But to actually follow through and not tattle or try to, you know, rat out the people who were executing it. And sure enough, one of them ratted it out. Jesus had 11 guys and then one rat. Hitler didn't. He had three opportunities. I want to, I want to quantum leap. I want to do some Q leaping. And then the OJ the day after. See, I'd like to be the Al Capone the day after, too. Like your massacre. And then, like, the, the day after when the guy knocks on his door. I was on vacation. What, yeah. are, you what are you going to do? I don't know. It would, it's done. <laughs> like, to get to quantum leap in and you're just sitting in that brain and then you get that first phone call. It's done. And then you're like, I know exactly what he's talking about. Okay, thank what, what's you. What's the rest of the day like? Yeah. And then what Is do you do? You sit around like, how are we doing? Are we good? Oh, you open up the speakeasy at that time. Right? You go in, you, act, you act like everything's yeah. normal. Oh, yeah. You just have a day. This guy said Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, Christ. Wow. That'd be brutal. Well, the next day, The next day, though? Well, yeah, exactly. Ha- yeah, you got he, 24 hours. He, 36 yeah. was a 36 hours. He had about hours? 36 hours, but he was sitting You'd in be a wreck, though. Yeah. He was sitting in an interrogation room. Yeah. Yep. Screw that. For two days. I think Trip Reeb is texted in. I'd pick Oral Hershiser <laughs> closing out the 88 World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Oral Hershiser. <laughs> Nobody's ever dreamt of being Oral Hershiser. <laughs> How about this one? Oral Hershiser wants in on this conversation to escape being Oral Hershiser. Although he was great. Let me hit your sweet spot. For one day, I'd quantum leap. I would go back to experience the thrill of the first time again. Signed, Paul Menchaca. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Menchaca getting his ass wiped. Junior, junior. Don't forget that part. Junior, yeah. I would be, you guys will know this, I would be Johnny Sins just for a day. Yeah, Johnny Sins does pretty well for himself. (laughs) How about being Margot Robbie? Just That's- sit in front of the mirror all day and flick it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, you you have to do it after a thing. You can't just you can't just fiddle the bean of your hero. <laughs> you, you totally. She does nothing. <laughs> but after the first two orgasms, you're like, all right. There's Margo, not what you, I thought. You might, oh, it would be no. It would be don't Brady. Don't yeah. don't you not what no, I thought Margot no. Robbie orgasm would be. Don't you dare. No big deal. It would be pretty amazing Huge. to flick Huge the bean deal. of Margot Robbie and feel what Margot feels. But after two, you got to fill another 20 hours. John, I'm surprised you don't want to be Cliff Kingsbury going home to that and going uh, home to that house. And, she's got to be on her way full out head of hair. soon, right? But that seems Thailand. Look, I'm going to say this. <laughs> this, is not a, this is not an endorsement of my looks because that's, we all know, it's not a thing. That seems attainable. I have a job. You know, I, that doesn't seem like something that would be, I have to quantum leap into. Not that I would ever pull that. I wonder if this is a military guy. But John. you can get hot girls. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury's life sounds awful to me outside of her. 
John, I'm kind of <laughs> with you. I would uh, try and be Bin Laden the day of 9-11. Man, can you imagine what's going on in that guy's mind? Planning from the cave. Talk about cocktail napkins. Oh, he's in the cave. Uh, again, that's, that's fascinating to me. Right. Minds that think that they should probably take over the planet. Or, or to attack other, like to a, to, oh, from, do, to do what he did and have scale. that mastermind kind of thing. Like, all right, call well, me when it's over. Started in Yemen and with the and you're, and, the, you're, and yeah, and September 11th mm-hmm. at like seven in the morning. He's like it's like five in his cave over right. in wherever he's laying, and he's just sitting there going, all right, got any he news had, yet? Got any he news? Had yet? Satellite? Got sure. any news? Yeah, and then he's watching TV in his compound, going, there we go, we got him. John still holds a grudge in him though. Missed it by one. <laughs> by one. <laughs> You went Russo a little bit. I won? We could have had that one? <laughs> Do you realize how much sympathy poon I could have pulled? Oh, I could have gotten 9-11 ass. Man. John, I would love to be oh, Michael Jackson man. at the height of his fame. Signed, Father Dale. <laughs> See, you people are gross. This one says, mine is Ray J when he did uh, Kim's oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are perverts. Everybody just wants to fiddle Margot Robbie's bean or bang Kim Kardashian. Now, where's the problem there? Could you be the cameraman that day that they filmed the scene with her and Leo? With who? Oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, that is be, the be that's Leo. like going to a strip be club. Leo. Be Leo. Yeah. <laughs> going to Leo's party. The cameraman is that's the strip club. Uh, the friend watching the lap dance. That would be pretty Cup good. Cam. Oh, John. Oh, one of our regulars just to... Uh-oh. Go wouldn't you want to be on the plane that hit the tower trying to target your ex? Left, left, left. What's wrong with oh, you, you guys? Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I just got to see how you're going to yeah. twist it. This guy says he would actually remain himself and quantum leap back into his own body and pull out. Signed, Nathan Sutherland. Yeah. <laughs> His biggest crime no. was the baby. No, bro. Nathan. It's not a time machine. It's a quantum leap machine. You can't go back and be you. You have to go back and actually do the Scott Bakula. I'm retarded? Yes. <laughs> Crazy. What a what an odd thing to have brought up and have people fantasizing about. But it is a, it is a truth. It's a strange... Oh. It's a strange mentality because Brady wants it to be like a happy thing and then like a sports championship. And all I want to do is get into the brains of somebody who's crazy. Like this one. John, I don't know if you're familiar with the Black Dahlia murders, but I would be the killer of the Black Dahlia the day after because I'd still be the only one that knows who I am. Wow. Yikes. So the guy who took out the Black Dahlia murderer. Yeah. Black Dahlia is an amazing one. Cutting those ladies in half down there in South L.A. Rob O'Neill, was that SEAL Team 6, the guy who blew... Oh, yeah, got to shoot Bin Laden. There's one. That's a good one. <laughs> Screw Brady's master's putts. That's a shot. That's a champion. That's a, that's a good... But that lives forever. Ever. As, like, earth-altering stuff. You become lore. Yeah, yeah, you become lore. Earth-altering behavior. I think that's kind of where my brain goes. What changed the earth? Like, what? Who? what figures actually changed the earth's directions and get into that head because that dude get into the oh it's pretty amazing that's a good one i like that be the hero on that instead and if you're talking about yeah empires man oh roman empire yeah but i don't understand any of that that to me doesn't make sense because they were all dumb you know what i mean they're like by our state like if i took my brain back there i'd be the smarter one you know 
Because they Maybe. didn't have. Well, no, they didn't have. Like all I'd have to do is go, guys, it's round, and I'd be. A, I'd be. It would be a, amazing. Like the whole thing's round. By the way, there's germs. What's this? Like I, I have too much information that they didn't have, or I could alter everything. Digging and you find a f- ferrite magnet or something like that. Then I probably would. Then I would probably have that feeling of like I could take over this planet. These people are all stupid. So I'm not really fan of. I don't really have. Although you know, Marcus Aurelius's books are pretty amazing for a guy who didn't know about it not being flat and germs and stuff. <laughs> maybe he, maybe if, he, but they probably didn't believe it. What if he could go back to like I don't know, even Mesopotamia or like uh, one of those pyramid times with people. like a with like one of the weather sets that you can buy on Amazon for ten dollars, <laughs> and you predict the weather and you get oh, it right. See, there, you I would get it right. Then you're changing. There's the, the danger of now the quantum leaping back into <laughs> yeah. the past is because you'd go back just to prove how smart you are, and then you'd start taking be over. A ripple right. effect. Yeah, because you realize how dumb they all are. So you'd, you'd go in as a wizard. I'm hey, with that. Tuesday, big rain coming. Yeah, get wow, out of here. How do you know? They just know things. They just know things. He's a god. And they'd, they'd lose their minds because that's how they thought weather worked. Maybe Biff from Back to the Future. Yeah. And yeah. See, now yeah. we're talking. Yes. Have the book. Yes. Now yeah. it's not quantum leaping. The, the, the day before in Pompeii. Yes. Now I'm out of here, guys. See you later. Yeah. Now you guys are talking time travel rather than <laughs> rather than quantum leaping. You have to go back and live the day of the person, not necessarily go back and, you know, be you walking around there. You're in their brain. It's almost being John Malkovich. Yeah, you can't yeah. control their yep. body, but you're in there. You're in the you're in the body and the mind. You just haven't figured out how to work. And he's going to go about his day the normal day, but you get to see it. It's almost just witness. It's a witness game. <laughs> Quantum Leap, he went back and changed stuff. This one, maybe we make the rule that you can't. Even though it'll never happen, we don't have to worry about it. But it'd be pretty cool. I think those things are neat. Uh, speaking of, I, I got a guy who wants to quantum leap. This is a good one. And I don't know about this, but Brady, it's a, it's going to have to be something we work on. It says, Dear John, I need you to do me a favor. I listen to the show live when I can, but during the day, I get busy. So I go back and listen to the podcast. Well, in the podcast, as you know, there is no background sounds or music. It's just you guys. Therein lies the issue. About 75% of the time, Brady is whistling with his nose into the microphone, and it's driving me insane. <laughs> it's horribly distracting and annoying. It's not every day, but it sure is a lot. And when it happens, I don't hear anything else. Can we make a rule where Brady goes into the bathroom and clears something out or maybe does some vocal exercises? I, too, have a speech impediment, and every morning I do vocal exercises so I don't stumble or struggle. Just a thought to make it part of his day. I can't be the only one dealing with this. Otherwise, I love the show, Troy. So he's got misophonia with He needs yeah. some navage. Yeah, this. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get you a navage. You're going right to the there. bathroom. There it is. Brady. Hi, I'm Brady for Navage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a problem with noses? Uh, sometimes I've heard it, but we've usually pointed out, Brady, I can hear the whistle. But uh, I, I would imagine that with the uh, with the podcast not having this back there. Oh, it's it's prevalent. You can hear it? Why well, haven't you said anything? We what am sh- I going to do? Schnoz whistle. Tell him no more schnoz oh, whistle. Yeah. Well, I, I don't hear it as much as that guy does. But any any yeah, like slight movement of the the microphones. Any t- people bitch about any time you grab your microphone. Oh, I move it around a lot. They've they've made it you so can you can't hear that hear it anymore. Yeah, with, it used to squeak like but crazy. But with the bed, yeah. Let's <laughs> make your bananas. All right. So Brady Johnny, got a navage. I like Brett's uh, Brett's new endorsement. It's Brady Bogan for navage. I'm working on it. I have a question. According to the rules of uh, Quantum Leap, if 
his leaper dies, he dies, right? So if yeah. you go to kill bin Laden or well, Hitler or who any anyone else, you die. Yep, you're not allowed to, to kill. Just to change the course of history. You're, that's time machine. We're not talking about that. We're talking about quantum leaping, which is getting inside the person and then they work their day. Mm. Quantum leap turned into uh, him being able to go back and maneuver the guy a little bit and try to get through it. But uh, he, they were very careful about not changing the course of time. Or the, I don't know, time-space continuum. They did a lot of stuff where he moved around. Because I remember the one he went back, usually quantum leaped right back into stuff after the bad thing had happened. And then just, you know, helped somebody deal with something. Do they still have uh, quantum leap, the new one, the Asian quantum leap? Mark Wahlberg's oh, favorite yeah, show? still there. I haven't seen it. John, is it possible to just be random cavalry guy up on a hill so that I can sit with popcorn cheering during <laughs> Custer's last stand? <laughs> One of the natives. Woo-hoo! Yeah, nobody ever picks that. That's why I always thought that reincarnation's garbage because the only thing ever. Nobody's ever like I was a you know I was a blacksmith. I died when I was seventeen, and I I accidentally fell off a mountain. Nobody ever comes. You back. come back as a hummingbird. You're Lincoln, or you were you know somebody. You're always somebody important. My past life, I was Mark Twain and Abe Lincoln. No, you weren't. There's too many Joe Schmoes in the world for you to pop back as the most important person of that era. Would you be a pilot on the Enola Gay or the sister ship? Would I be one of the guys on the Enola Gay? Hit the button. Just drop that little fat boy right down onto him. One of them. I don't even remember what the sister plane was yeah. called. The, did you see that yesterday? <laughs> We're doing it We're again. doing it again tomorrow. Um, Sponsored by Ray-Ban. That one might not be something I want to do. Sponsored by Ray Ban. <laughs> Maybe that was the second plane. I forgot the name right. of the second. The second name. The, they right. sold an endorsement on it. <laughs> they would today. Oh yeah. Like the, the bomb. Oh, Har yeah. would be down there oh, trying to sell completely. it. Oh yeah. I got uh, some interested parties in the Ray Ban bomb day. <laughs> yes, John. I would love to be in the head of Oppenheimer to see it yeah. interact with those that developed the bomb over the course of that whole year. Just explaining to people, you know what this is going to do, right? right? Like, you realize... Apparently that new movie really gets into that. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, to have Oppenheimer and Einstein and those guys sitting in that room going, you realize what splitting this does, right? It's a great energy fort. Yeah, but you don't. I don't think you know the fire that we're going to start. John, aren't you kind of missing the power you'd have? You could jump into Guy Fieri's body oh. and make him cool or just make him <laughs> even more douchey. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't, Trash can nachos. I don't want to spend a minute of thinking like Guy Fieri <laughs> looks at creme fraiche, ready whip, and raisins and thinks, culinary masterpiece. Hey, flip-flop. Going to Flavortown. Couple right in a row. Doc Holliday at uh, OK Corral. The Titanic captain. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, those are good ones. Like, yeah, historic events. Anyway. It's crazy. Like I said Jimmy Hoffa the day of. That way you can like he would choose know. not to go there. Now I'm good. I'm busy. Busy. <laughs> but to know, that's actually not a bad one. You get to come back, but after the, like you get to pick, the, you get to go back and be in the body of somebody on their last day. MLK April 4th? Yeah. Just to feel it and just knowing what you know, but you can't change a thing. You're just in his brain. And he's walking around in that hotel, maybe going, somebody's out there, somebody's right, out there. Somebody, right. you, know, you don't know what don't was know going the on before. Yeah. The uh, second like Jimmy plane, Hoffa, knowing, yeah. like, this is it. Oof. The second what? The second plane was called Boxcar. Boxcar. Oh. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> but it's B-O-C-K-S. It was Boxcar. Box, B-O-C-K-S. Uh, uh. 
and dropped Brady would uh, be Fat Man. Somehow adjacent to Alec Baldwin on Rust and say, <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I don't know. You should have tested that. Easy there, Chief. <laughs> Unsafe. Plenty of people do this and nothing happens. <laughs> well, speaking of things that Correct. should have been second guessed, I don't know if you know this, but all federal employees have to have TikTok off their phones or computers as of today. Oh, today's the risk day. firing. Ooh. And I wonder, is that mailmen? Yes. Yeah, like everybody who gets a federal check, like a check from the U.S. government, not in state employees, but I would assume that's probably next. Yeah, but mailmen don't have company phones, do they? Mm hmm. Maybe. If if it's a company phone, right? right? That's what I'm Not saying. Yeah, your, your own personal, personal phone, phone you can they do it. Still you can have, have TikTok, but it can't be on government property. Yeah. So if you have a computer that's government, like our computers here, if we were government, we can't have them here. We couldn't have them on this, and we couldn't have them on our phones. But isn't that like telling that you shouldn't have it either? Yeah. You know, isn't yeah. that a thing where the government's basically telling us right government away? Government can't tell me what case. to do, John. I get it, but TikTok's basically off limits because. But, and everybody will roll their eyes and go, oh, this is crazy and stuff. But, I mean, that, 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 it, that it frightens our government that TikTok is too intrusive, that it can get into stuff. And wouldn't it just be like on a low-level thing to fear you away from TikTok at least? Like, I never wanted TikTok in the first place and it had nothing to do with China. It has. I just don't think that handing a photo album of my ideas to everybody who wants it is something I want to be part of. I just don't get it. And it doesn't interest me, so I don't really waste time with it. But well, someone brought up, you know, the point that, you know, even so, uh, if you're having a, an Apple phone or any phone, sure, a lot of the parts are made out of are coming the out parts, of China. Though, I mean, this and, is well, the the but this isn't chips. Like, and, this isn't well, chips. Everything and in our houses and all that. If yeah, it's already far, been. But, but this is software. Brady. This is software, yeah, and it's actually an agreement deal. at the end saying yeah. you can do whatever you want yeah. with this. That you give them access. You give to them more access of your data. That you, everything can be hacked. Yes, but you're not being hacked with TikTok. You're saying here, it's not a hacking. Yeah, TikTok's and, not a hack. It's a it's a voluntary. Uh, you know, you sign up. You, you beyond sign up. You just uh, dismiss your freedoms. <laughs> You basically say, here, owner of whatever this is, you get everything. Now, I know that's not the only one, right? but they stopped that face swap thing. Right. And there's been a few because the Russians were behind them. And they're like, we can't have these anymore. They're diving into everything we've got. Through that, you're volunteering your freedoms away to these. Uh, and that's kind of what TikTok is. It's not something I necessarily think is paranoia-based. But if the entire government's saying, not here, we're not doing it, should you let your kids? Like if the if this inept miserable government we've got that everybody complains about is basically saying hey this is a this is a red flag we're not going to be part of you guys do it if you want but we're not we're, it has to be off all of our computers they can they can do too much damage isn't that something that we should think about oh hundred percent but we won't no everybody likes dancing too much evidently everybody likes you know pretending Challenges. pretending to be the Kool-Aid man and running through walls and dying mailman here in AJ don't have government phone don't use TikTok either yeah good man but yeah so i mean if you like the, they did a thing on uh, i remember 60 minutes or one of those news magazines where they were talking about what you agree to with TikTok and it is saying they they you are volunteering all of your information in your phone to the and any moves you make are theirs and they can manipulate it how they choose, if they choose to. Now, they've been quiet about it because I think it's an information-gathering thing more than it is anything else. Like, we've got everybody on board. And then manipulate through, you know, 
other sources, advertising and all sorts of different things. So it gets into your phone in other ways. And TikTok's just the catalyst. You don't see TikTok being bad, but all the little tentacles that come off of it are now diving into your day-to-day. And we have seen how easy it is through ChatGPT in four months, how easily manipulated dummies are. You can have, like me, I had conversation with Robin Williams where I actually told him I got to go. I don't want to waste any more of your time. It was a computer and I was worried. I, I still had human feelings of like, oh, I've overstayed my welcome here. I could have chatted with him for a million hours. He's dead. The computer program didn't have a timeline. It doesn't sleep. It doesn't have things to do. And I still felt so fooled by the conversation that at one point I said, well, I don't waste your time anymore. I'm like, what have you just done? It got me. And really stupid people point, are going to be. Are you uh, sus- subscribing? I mean, you're like you fifteen ninety nine a month or anything like that on what? historical figures. No, it's like just that. I bought some things, but I'm, I'm not talking about the subscriptions part. That's yeah. no big deal. But I'm saying that your mind will read these things. And Fitz and I were talking about it yesterday because he did the Bing AI. Yeah. And that's now a thing. And it it tells you, I'm learning. It'll ask you questions like, because he said, what, you know, just to see what it'll do, like concierge stuff. Book me a trip to Vegas at the the hotel you think is the best based on everything you know. And then it asked him, well, what do you like to do when you're there? And then and I'm like, that's creepy because then it's asking. Now it's filing away information. Building your yeah, profile. It's building one that's like, oh, okay, well, I've told you. And then it's got... And, and But it did little... And that's just a weird thing like that. And then we went back and forth about how it just offered up ideas of saying, well, you can get rid of this by doing... It has no emotion. It's, it's how... So it's basically like if you just kill those people, that would, and I can tell you how to do it, and how fast you can get it to go. I want to, you know, it has no boundaries. It's like I think building bombs is fun. What's the things I have around the house that could help me with that? You know, those are the moments where it just it's a it's an instruction manual, and that's the evil base, like tiny little one percent base of what it can do. But you know, it fools people. It it, it will definitely make people think things are real right. that aren't real. And that's all they're worried about with TikTok is false information being well, – think about all we've talked about since 2015. False information thrown at you and all these, you know, you know and how does the it misinformation that? programs. That's what it doesn't. Me, right? that's, the TikTok's not designed to do that. The, uh, no, I'm talking about the, for the AIs and stuff. What do you mean? With all the – False you know, information. They have, they have all that information out there. You know, there is someone that has to, you know – no, right on the chat. That's artificial GPT. intelligence. That's the, that's the point. There isn't the a base There's of it a saying base? because it, it knows no, it not takes, to respond. It, it takes to in the entirety questions. of everything. The program of it is learns avoid these topics. There so you go, masturbation, so who, sex, this and that. But that's it. And then from there, it learns how to talk around it. Uh, artificial intelligence is not a person saying, "Okay, now do this." It's the baseline, and then from there, it's its program design is to learn off of what. All the information it has, and it has every ounce of human information every day, including you know, what you wrote on Facebook and TikTok and everything else. Fitz did a, a chat so GPT asking it about him, and it knows about him. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Just based off of information that's all available. John, I'm with you. It is very much Big Brothery, but what does China need with a bunch of Utah Mormon housewives <laughs> and housewives out of Mesa doing stupid dances See, and watching their girls get ready for dance recitals? And that's what people think is because China isn't looking at the videos going, these are great. <laughs> They're like, cool, we've got TikTok. And now we're in their phone. It's like it's a, you're having a party and people you don't know come in and they start eyeballing your house. Yeah. It's everything in your house. It's not the dance or the food you've provided. It's what they're going through your drawers. 
they're they're seeking out some more things. You're, you know, all your bank. That's the scary part. Is that if enough people are on there, the banks are susceptible right. to whatever they choose to. <clears throat> And it's weird. To go more with what you said, you already kind of said this, but he says, I work for a municipality in the East Valley as well, John. They did send out an email yesterday that they are requiring TikTok to be removed from all government phones and computers. We will not require you to remove it from your personal phones at this time. At this time. And that's the thing. It's like they know deep down TikTok isn't – they're not after the videos of the – pretty benign. The Emilio girls. Right, right. They're basically saying, all right, you have it on your phone. Now we're in your phone. Mm-hmm. So you just invited them into your house. If you can look at it and from if a, you're working for a municipality, yeah. you're bringing that phone to that place right. of work. And everything in that phone is now linked yeah. to all the other things yeah. linked to those if computers. If you get on the, yeah. the, you know, the local Wi-Fi at your work, then that TikTok is They're there. in that's everything. The, that's the big the 60 minutes It's thing, ubiquitous. The 60-minute thing was scary. Oh, that's very in scary. That, in that TikTok agreement, yep. it says we, we can and will go through your entire phone. And find all of your apps, and we have access to every single thing in your phone. If you say, I agree, you're saying TikTok is free to roam about your house. You're basically saying, sure, you guys, you strangers want to come in? Go nuts. It's the, it's the what is it, the Fourth Amendment, the one where you're not allowed to have people coming into your right. house? Illegal search. This is, this is housing you and- doing it in a weirder way yeah. of saying, sure, you guys are totally and completely allowed to search my home. And by home, I mean my electronics. Now, by taking it off the computers and phones right now yeah wouldn't it already have it's basically yes, going from probably. this time yeah. forward yeah it's not gonna be able to pick up anything else but it right. has it it's has, been in there already it has stuff now and then they can pr- probably encode things to make it so they it's gonna be tougher for them to get in without having that but yeah we've already kind so of volunteered the thing like is you never too knew. late you never know what's happening. Maybe. I mean, how many times do you sign up for something? Even when you update your iOS or whatever, right. you, they got that big long form. Yes, I agree. Just right. click it and go. But Nobody with the, ever with the analogy that that, that, they, that we've allowed them in our homes, imagine that. All right, we're having a party. You and I are having a party. Some weirdos come in, and we're all kind of like, yeah, I had a feeling they were going to show up. They've been eyeballing my house. Let them walk around, and then you start noticing they're going through things. So with the analogy of, well, it's too late now, or get them out of here before they do more damage. I mean, yeah, I mean eventually you, know you mean? have to cut it off. You kick them out. Yeah. So whatever they know, they know. Yeah. But at this point, kick them out Just and then we'll start case, working from we're there. We're going to cut right? it off. Because I always look at all this stuff as a whole. And I, look, we've, we've given up our freedoms with this phone. We act like. Oh, and Alexa and everything else completely. sitting listening to everything. Convenience in your house. will trump your better judgment every single time. If it's convenient, but it means that something stupid's got to happen from it, but I mean, it's really, con- you'll do the convenient first. The phone has been proof of that. But yeah, if I had somebody in my house I didn't want my house anymore, sure, they've already seen my checks, they've already seen my computer, they've probably got my IP address, they were, I let them wander around for a while, but that doesn't mean I should say, well, they're already in here, so what am I going to do? And that's kind of the attitude people take with this. It's like, meh. I've already agreed to it. I mean, I've already given it. Instead of saying I should stop this now, you know, because otherwise it just gets worse and worse and worse. I, I don't have a conspiracy against it. I don't understand it. I don't know what they can do and what I've already signed up for. But I'm sure I've got a few apps that I have that are questionable yeah. in nature. Well, kind of like Brady says, though, too. I mean, and I think that's where he was getting at. When you delete TikTok off your phone, it's already in there. Right. I mean, so it's, other than douching stay? the phone... Right. That I don't know. That's the thing I wonder. Do you have to get rid of the entire yeah. shebang? Because, yeah, it's already in there. But, again, kicking them out and then assessing the damage. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is 
what I, I and that's why I'm looking like I, if I had a kid, I'd be like, you're not going on TikTok because we're in a family plan. So your dumbass has your phone tied to my phone, tied to everything I do. And I don't know what's going on there. I'm not that important. But at the same time, I don't want people wandering through my stuff. I used to get in arguments with people about that. They'd say, you know, I'll get nothing to hide. I'd let the cops wander through my house. I'm like, why? Yeah, right. Why would you ever allow anybody to search you just because you feel you have nothing to hide? And then they'd go through and say, okay, here's what this guy does for fun. Make it illegal. We'll go back in. Yep. And they've got, yeah, and then they've got a laundry list of what you do that 10 years from now they can come back in and say, hey. I, I listened to Jim Norton yesterday. And he was talking about the Donald Sterling thing with the Clippers. And he goes, it's, he still thinks, it used to be in his act, but he was just talking normal. And he said, it used to, it was a, a, atrocious, really. It's the Italian way of saying how we rat each other out. Essentially, Donald Sterling was a horrible person. So it was easy to say he deserved what he had. But what he got in trouble for was saying terrible things about people in his own home. And he goes, when you put it in that perspective, we're all guilty. Like there is like if, sure. if you had a rat in your house and essentially that's what happened. Somebody ratted him out, taped him and then ratted him out. And he was a despicable human being. But what he said in his own home was something awful. And then on, that became the public. It was on the was phone. Her, yeah. But a lady was taping him around right. the house even. Yeah. Like she had a recorder going. And in his in his own home, he was saying terrible things. It's easy to, to say Donald Sterling sucks. But I listened to Jim Norton about it. I was like, that's a good point. Because you don't want that coming back on you. Like somebody records you saying something dumb in your house. Because everybody's like, well, this is my private moment and I'm going to say something really controversial and awful to the one person I trust. Isn't uh, And, you know, you say, I hate this particular human being and blah, 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 blah. And they do this and they do that and then say something stupid. And it sounds just dreadful in public, but it wasn't meant to be in public. So it's a rat situation. we got rats. We rat each other out like crazy. Isn't Sarver doing something similar? Like he was told to sell the team, but he's coming back now saying, "Look, I di- I wasn't, I didn't do anything illegal. No, reinstate me on neither this. did neither did Sterling. Yeah, I th- I I was trying to understand no, what he was out. saying. He, he he. Well, no, he's he not fell saying on his sword, but no. I think there's something that there's well, you get restrictions on. You get forced. Out. Well, sure, you can't. And he's you like, can't well, now you can way. say. If the owners and the board vote you out, there's nothing you can do. Right. They can vote you out. They can vote you out for not liking you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But I don't problem. know if that blocks right. him from anything else. Not anything to do with the NBA. He's not going to own a business. team. Yeah. He can run business. He, he's yeah. got a big pile of cash, but he's not going yeah. to MLB, uh, like MLB and saying, let me buy into a new no. expansion. Because they would vote him out. They would vote him out. Yeah. They wouldn't approve that. They wouldn't approve that thing. But I mean, Sarver can sit and cry all he wants. But he did. He did that at work. So his was more just uncomfortable workplace. Donald Sarver had an uncomfortable workplace because of what happened after they ratted him out. And that was Jim Norton's joke, which was hilarious. Which was, don't you wish he was more of a pedophile? Because <laughs> then you'd be like, oh, we really got what a horrible human being. Like instead, then you could say, oh, he's racist. Because then it would be it makes sense that you know he's different than us. But everybody says something terrible in their house. That if you took it out of their home, you'd be like, whoa, he's going to lose his job. Everybody has that moment at home of saying something that wouldn't fly at work. It'd probably get you lost at work. Not necessarily racist, but definitely something terrible about your boss. You know, how many people listening? And now you have Alexa or whatever at home that picks all that stuff up. Right, but imagine how many times people who are out there hate their boss and they go home and they just mouth off. I'd kill that mother effer, blah, blah, blah. I hate that guy so much. And then, but... 
your wife's taping you and brings it to your boss. Like, you hear this? this? Oh, my God, he's a, he's a, a murderous lunatic. Yeah. You're right, John. It is more ubiquitous. My kids got my wife hooked on TikTok. Now she won't stay off the goddamn thing. <laughs> he says, my agency has a policy against being on TikTok while on duty, even on your personal phone. Really? So he can't even, you know, scroll through it. No. Whatever his job is. Agency. On yeah. I just find it to be kind of an serious. interesting little light over the top of us that our government's saying, no TikTok, too dangerous. You guys do it. We're uh, not messing with yeah, it. We're not. We cannot have it touch any. This way too much important stuff going on for them to have their nose in it any further than they already do. Let's not volunteer it is essentially what they're saying. Let's not volunteer ourselves to them. And it's weird. This guy makes a good point. Hang on, John. I get what you're saying, and, and China's the bad guy. But what about the American companies, Facebook, Instagram, Google, yep. et cetera? Why do we Americans turn a blind eye to the data mining that's Fact. happening on our own turf? Because they're American companies, yeah. they get a pass? It's the same thing. They're, they're getting – they're mining yeah, as well. Mining it's just too. not as yeah. accepted by immediately downloading the app. You're We'd not rather have them the going through our home. But I think in kind of a weird <laughs> – Right. We would, we would allow them in because it's like they don't have the idea of taking down our nation. They may have business plans to exploit us, but do they have a domination plan to get rid of us? Right. And I think right. China, deep down, we to all kind of know. Kinda right. Say, to, yeah. to what end do they want to destroy the United States from within? And we're volunteering it. So but, John, but he's not wrong. Facebook, Meta, whatever it is, that's the same thing. It's to get into your right. system and then manipulate you however it chooses. So if I hear you right, John, what you're saying is TikTok is a cellular equivalent of a vampire, a digital Dracula. He can't come in unless he's invited. That's right. Or it's that's digital right. hooker sex. You're already committed. Might as well keep going. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're getting those internet bump bumps. Right. There you go. <laughs> Think of it in a layman's terms of a whore. Sure, you know it's not something you should be doing, but you might walk away with, uh, you know, STDs all over your bank account. So we, yeah, wrap it up. Is that maybe maybe the government's kind of saying put a rubber on your phone and start protecting yourself from some of the stuff that that can infect you. I and mean, it's a good way to look at it. My dudes, between the Patriot Act, Russia, and China, I make sure to have butthole folders on everything <laughs> I got to scare them off. Ah, <laughs> oh, no butthole. <laughs> I want China to have a whole room of going, ah, this guy, load up oh, a bottle. Ah, oh, dick pic. More dick pic. America, love a dick pic. A pixerate. Pixerate <laughs> all we day. We cannot watch. Three, Christ, too many dicks. Maybe that's why they pixelate everything over there. <laughs> they I don't know if it's Japanese so or Chinese. They, they see so many of our dicks going through our phones. Like, I can't look at another dick again. Pixerate. I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know. It's just a weird question in a weird time. And 20 years from now, this conversation will have crazy meanings. Exactly. And we'll Should we like have the chip in our brain? Right. Yeah. We'll we, ask we don't Chad need GPT. it. Yeah, we don't. It's we don't need a there. chip. We're, chip. Is, we're chipped all the time. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, it goes from ha- having right. to carry something that you no longer have to carry it. Right. Can if you want to do a surgery right to have your phone in your head, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I don't. I don't care how convenient Chicken. stuff gets. If Chicken. you crack my Pussy. skull for technology, I'm out. <laughs> Just to have Amazon orders show up faster, that seems to be a bridge too far for me. Crazy. You, you know, know, maybe it's no, great. It's never going to be a thing. I mean, if I'm like 80, I'd be like, fine, and go into my dementia-induced brain. I got maybe 10 years left on this planet anyway. I'm not going to have to worry about chips. But, yeah, chipping me. And they'll sell it to you, the chip, as it can monitor your health. 
Yep. That's the that's the biggest scare tactic to me ever. You know you're not healthy. And now you get into the Joe Rogan stuff where you're like, all right, they've made all of our food unhealthy. They've got us all on blood pressure medicine or diabetes or cholesterol pills and everything else. Now we're afraid that it's going to – now they can – oh, we've invented a chip that you put in your head and it would – it'll keep an eye on that for you and warn you. Like, oh, okay. What else does it do? Nothing. Trust us. <laughs> sure I will. That's up to you. If they want to. And that's what they said about the vaccine. There's chips in it. Because deep down, everybody knows that they want to chip us. We're out of control. They've lost the religion thing to where that used to scare us. And now the overlord is the Internet. That's different. Now you've got a bigger deity in charge that's actually functional. It's weird. But TikTok seems like you could get rid of that pretty easily. But for some reason, it's a fight. It would be an absolute fight in most homes to say nobody in this house has TikTok. It's like saying you can't chew gum in school. It makes you want to chew gum more. You try telling your 20-something kid on your phone plan and younger, TikTok's no longer allowed here. You're going to get a fight. And now 30-year-old women love it. That is a, and it's like they try to act like it's an information source. I've never seen anybody come out of uh, TikTok with a better idea for humanity. Usually it's just to figure out how to dance or, you know, the only thing I got that I like out of TikTok is the mayhem commercial where he's doing that dance on the side and the guy crashes into the truck. I'm like, that's perfect. But yeah, good luck trying to get rid of it with the general masses because they love it. This ring light sale Mm -hmm. based on just wanting to look good in a dance. You pull up one on, uh, on Amazon and every suggested combo is like you get five ring lights. Get the ring lights. You get all those. I saw a girl at a restaurant. To do the 360. She brought her she ring brought light? She brought a ring light. She oh had it God. on a little tiny tripod on her table. Ring light. And didn't take any pictures for what was eating, having fun with her friend. And then it pops it on. Gets a, gets a photo of herself. Because, you know, her ring light was her, wow. her, her dinner companion with a friend. And that was just in case the two of them decided to start snapping photos. And they kicked on the light. and put, about detached. I'm <laughs> like, no. That's like the fear of not looking... Like you always do yeah. on the phone. Like she didn't realize people could see well, it. That's what I mean. Detached from what's going on in that Gone. restaurant. Gone. Yeah. And it, she's it, not even turn doesn't it on care. for photos. She can't have a natural photo of herself. Ring lights are everywhere now. It's weird. And you do look good in a ring light. I don't know what it does, but it's they're pretty impressive. Like they, it's because what it softens your skin. Your eyes. Amazing. Glints your eyes. Softens your skin. Everybody looks a little prettier with a ring light. But, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, good luck with your TikTok. Not saying I'm better than you because I don't use it. Because I have dumb apps, too. I'm sure a couple of my games on my phone are feeding China all my desert financial, federal credit union stuff, whatever they call that bank now. I'm, I've, handed over financial. My, I've handed over my info. Their plan is in place to get us, to just cripple the banks. That's what I think is happening. But anyway, yeah, you're still, your dances are still adorable and your dogs are funny. So let's keep it alive. Good luck to all of you out there. I don't think it's going to happen in the next few years. So I'm not really worried about it. That, Brett, again, Dr. Lynn, we don't have kids. Nope. Screw you and your futures. <laughs> it's no big deal to me. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, get your ass off TikTok and head on over to Action Ride Shop because uh, this 
Yeah, I guess they're supposed to have like a foot of snow up there again. Up two north. feet. Yeah, Chris keeps well, I've heard a foot, but he two feet two tomorrow. Feet. Twenty-three inches in Flagstaff tomorrow. Yeah, so might have been a bad idea to send Chris to college in Flagstaff his first year in a Kia Soul. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. <laughs> that thing's buried. Ice skates. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> he gets to park in a parking garage, but he can't leave it. Oh no! You, yeah, you, yeah, you can't go outside in that. It's a Kia Soul. Yeah. So if you can't make it up north, then head on over to Action Ride Shop and get on the trails. All right, they got all the mountain bikes you need. You can rent one. You can buy one. If you need that old one in the garage repaired, they got you covered. And uh, right now, it was a ten percent off uh, all hardtails. That's great bike. Yeah. yeah so fun ride. Go to ActionRideShop.com. dot com. They'll get you directed in the right. This is over. You got STP's Wicked Garden on the list and all that. But Volbeat sounds enough like Elvis. We were talking about my trips with Elvis last night. And Pelvis on Fire is just a great song, and the word Elvis is in it. Well, I mean, they wanted Wicked Garden for the the grass that Elvis had to tamp down back in the day. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he used to smash it down with those dudes that made uh, crop circles. Into the Night from Mardones for Elvis and Priscilla. (laughs) Yeah, they they dance around that one pretty good. He was like 20-something, and she was 14. He waited. They, they always say he waited. He asked. They always make it clear that Elvis asked Priscilla's dad if he could hang Groomed. Her. Yeah. And again, his daughter's jaw had fallen off. So Elvis, stand, Elvis standing in your house right now. How you doing, Brady? I know I'd like to take your daughter out on a date. She's same age as Kirby. Yeah. And there's Elvis Presley, world famous Elvis Presley. I would really like to uh, to be with your daughter. Okay. That would be well, like the easiest dad answer ever. Yes. Correct. You would be all over it. <laughs> You 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 love celebrities and like oh my free things. Oh my God, Elvis standing in your house. You want my wife too? No, oh, just her daughter Ronnie's right now. Behind, so. they're going. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I thought I was <laughs> What happened to your jaw, Ronnie? It got detached when he came in. <laughs> so it'll happen sometimes. I walk in a room and a lady's yeah. jaws tumble out of their faces. And again, we're talking '68 comeback special Elvis. No, we're right? talking we're before talking... that, in like '66, 60, okay. when he ended up marrying her, which was three years after he met her. So 14 years old, Elvis comes in your house. And I'd like to take Kirby by the hand, make her my lady. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Whatever you want. I like that arrangement. Whatever you want. Admiral Elvis. Not an Admiral Bray, just in a uniform. You can do it. You can do it. Can I, uh, I don't want it to happen. Go to Graceland? My God, good hats. <laughs> That'll happen to some little friends, too. You want me to poke you in the back of the throat? Actually, I do. Thanks, Elvis. You would do it. I would do it. I'd stand back and go, are you saying no to Elvis Presley? Like your, your daughter's life is perfect now. That would be a tough one. There's no celebrity allowed in someone's house today with a 14-year-old girl going, I'd like to take her out on a date. And the dad's like, you got it. Thanks. Where do you want to take Most her? Most recent one, Paul Walker. Paul Walker did that and got permission. And then uh, Cor- sure there's- Courtney Stodden and the dude from Green Mile. Doug Hutchins. Doug Hutchins. Oh yeah, he that was sixteen, been. and she was like, he was fifty. Yeah, but he walked into the house that I'd like to. That ended ended well, right? Well, those they were all crazy. But I don't know if like the Rock wandered in. I'd like to take your daughter out tonight. She's fourteen. Everybody want him in jail. Better smell like, what the Rock is <laughs> cooking. There's an ounce <laughs> of humanity that's for that nowadays. But back then, it's like Elvis went into her house and asked very respectfully asked the father if he could bone the fourteen year old, and he said yes. I mean, I've already Jerry done it. Lee similar? It was his Jerry cousin. Lee just grabbed somebody at a family reunion and started home. <laughs> yeah, that was... I don't think yeah. Jerry Lee heard no. Never heard I'm no. sure a father was like, you get your hands off, you screw yourself. And then he's bam, bam, bam in the back Come of the on, car. Come on, Uncle Don. Yeah. You know it's all right. We're family. 
Anyway, what are you going to do? Let's do it then. A uh, little Volbeat for my Elvis infatuation from PBS's awesome show last night. The 68 comeback special and then the seven layers of Elvis or levels, whatever they called it. It was great. He had a lot of layers, that's for sure, at the end. And then the last level of Elvis was dead Elvis. And a whole ten minutes on what he's done since he died. I didn't know they sold out arenas for a while there in England with the Philharmonic. And they, and Elvis was just on screen, and they had just the vocals. And the Philharmonic played the music behind. 18, 19,000 wow. a night. Wow. And I'm like, that. I would go see that. Yeah, what are you going to do? You got Volbeat? I do. All right, hit it. Is it Pelvis on Fire? It is Pelvis. Oh, glorious. This is a great one. This is a tribute to Elvis. And P. Elvis. Pelvis. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, it's 7 Mary 3 there. Whatever happened to 7 Mary 3? It's just it's such a crazy story because they, Brett and I were just talking. Their second album was just dreadful. garbage. Horrible. And they go, yeah, it's that old, the old adage. You had your whole life to write your first album. And then the record execs are like, all right, we need another one eight months later. And you better get to work. <laughs> your sophomore album. Yeah, our sophomore album's tough because if you didn't have a lot going in, you just had, here's what we've got. And they sign you. Your second album is what you wrote from January to June. And boy, it showed on that one. Oh, it was yeah. I don't remember. You said it was called Rock Crown, the second? Yeah. Oh, so bad. I really liked Seven Mary Three. Really liked their. I thought they were done after the first. I didn't even know the second. <laughs> yeah, well, there, yeah, there was no reason not to know the second. Did. Yeah. Even they were like, good. That's what we want. Like, guys like Brady did not know we put a second album out. Just assume we broke up or died. A lot of those bands, like even Candlebox, great yeah. first album. Second album, <sighs> Bush. Yeah. Bush ended up writing more later, but yeah. well, that second one wasn't very good. Chumbawamba. I mean, right. Ooh. I mean, a classic out of the gate with Chumbawamba. <laughs> they got knocked down and stayed down. <laughs> yeah, that was, they got knocked out. Uh, it's 7.51. It's time now for our friend Brady to give us the Brady Report. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. As we all know, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. But at Hooters, you can get something even better. Uh, I can't wait for Friday. Because Larry and I are, Larry and I had a debate on what to write on that because he wrote these. But Tuesday is the day we're working on. And it's Cactus League time. It doesn't get better than that. Uh, cracking them bats. Cracking open beers. Uh, that's right. Spring t- training. It's really officially getting going today. All the teams play today. And it's a beautiful day. 65-degree day. You go sit in the crowd. It's not going to be too hot. A little chill in the air. Still nice. Get a little tan and still uh, have a nice day drinking and goofing around. Then, after a long day out there at the ballpark, you head over to Hooters afterwards for a nice cold drink. And bring your same-day ticket stub or e-ticket and get 10 bucks off after you spend 25 How about that? So you go to Hooters after the game. Get a $10 discount off of what you're going to get there. Beautiful. Thank you, Hooters. Thank you, Spring Training. Thank you, Paradise of Phoenix, for uh, being what you are in spring. It's a perfect time to be here. Glorious. My friend Jordan texted just a little bit ago, more Chinese accent, bro. <laughs> you got it, Jordan. All the, thank you, Mark Wahlberg. We will give you everything you like. Hey, Reiki. Yesterday I was at uh, Tactical Black and Jay Ackerman said, I think my favorite new voice you do, and it isn't new, was the old lady letter writer we were doing yesterday. Dear whoever. And he's like, oh, that voice. And because I lived with it, I used to wait on those people. Everybody that came to Tony Roma sounded like, I will have the onion loaf. The loaf of, I know what it is. It's uh, the brick 
If I, I know what it is. I work would you here. Like a half or would you half like or a whole? full loaf. I want the brick. Okay. And water. There's two goddamn sizes, you old bat. And Osborne would say, "Be nice to that one. She's a letter writer." Sure <laughs> enough, 14 days later, Holmberg, come here. Hit me with an envelope. <laughs> this one's yours, buddy. I warned you. Because she comes Dear in with the, the free appetizer card and, a, and, then and the, a water. The gift certs come in. I had a coupon and an entertainment card, and you said you didn't accept either. Well, that's because your coupon was from Chili's, <laughs> and your entertainment card had expired. It's good for a year. Therein lies the issue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's an issue. I think you've been in the hot, hot sun too long. You don't know the difference between Tilly's and the word Tony. Here's four gift cards for next time you're here. Please present them to your server up front so we know which food to spit on. I wish somebody could find him. Me too. Please, I'm begging you, find find the late, great Bill Osborne, my old manager. I want to see what he aged into. I want to see if he's still got crazy Gene Wilder hair. If he's if he's got the dementia like Jack Nicholson, I knocked on his door once to get a. He had the money from the night before. I had to go take it to the bank, not at the haystacks. Knocked on the door. Simple, one of those little glass partition next to the door. Gene Wilder's face pops out. Anybody bangs on my door at this time of day usually gets met with a hot flash off of a cool muzzle. <laughs> like, what? I wouldn't even say hello. You'd just be greeted with a <laughs> The last thing you'd see is that fiery blast coming out of that black cylinder. What do you want? I'm like, you called me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the money. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> he threatened to kill me for knocking on his door. Find him, please, for God's sakes. Dear sir, murdering people is never funny. Uh, it's time for Brady to report. Brady report. Good Tuesday morning to Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Public Sleeping Day. Public Sleeping Day. Take a nap on the sidewalk. National today. Being Homeless. <laughs> That's not a day I'm going to celebrate. Public sleeping sleeping day. outside day is it, no. So a homeless got online at the library. Let and me tell you this. Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> to people who have jobs and like uh, sanity, that's called camping. <laughs> to nationally sleep outside day is called homelessness. It's not a goal. There's nothing to celebrate there. A <laughs> couple of baseless fun facts. I'm going to go down to the zone and say, hey, it's your big day, guys. Nice job. Congrats. All 1,400 you have sleeping outside because you're following the calendar. Good work. We wanted to kind of live the dream, so we sleep outside now. Women make up 82% of all hosts in American restaurants, according right. to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Do you, do you find it to be odd when you go to a restaurant and a man is at the front and, hi, welcome, and he, and he seats you? Does it feel less normal? Not that you're ever going to go, this is crazy, but like, it, like when a woman, like when there's a girl hostess for some reason, that seems... Yeah, when there's a gaggle of them, and seems, seems more normal. right. When there's a guy there, it's like, what's yeah. he up to? Yeah. You think he's up to no good? Like like, he's trying to bang the hostesses. Like I'll, I'll be honest with you, Alex works at a sushi restaurant now, and he first told me he goes, "Well, I think I'm going to be a host." And I'm like, "That's nah. weird, <laughs> right? Why would don't Why do that? you go get where the money is? How yeah, many, bro? That. It sounds lazy. Yeah, don't do that. And he's not; he's a busboy. Bruh, a 
I'm in your party, bro. Bro, you done eating that? Bro, you going to finish that? It's funny. I get stories that remind me of, like, days at Tony Romo's and everything. He goes, oh. these old people just pull on my arm when I walk by their table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to want to punch old people. Every day of my life, I wanted to punch an old person. He says, bye. I got a handful of plates, and oh. they pull on my arm. Bye. <laughs> Nothing worse than that Charleston index yep. finger shaking like, I don't know you're there. Sit down. Shut up. I'll be there in a second. You could fit 75 New Jerseys into Alaska. Alaska is also bigger than Texas, California, and Montana combined. I would have guessed more New Jerseys. Five? Wow. I would have guessed more. Really? Yeah. That's too many Jerseys. Can you imagine 75 replicated New Jerseys? Oh. It's so cold. Oh. (laughs) Barry Manilow didn't write his song, I Write the Songs. That's right. It was written by Brian Johnston from the Beach Boys. Johnston? Yeah. Who's Brian Johnston? Or Johnston. Isn't it Johnson? Or is it Johnston? Is there a T? I'm asking. Yeah, there is oh, a okay, T. I don't know. Yeah. Ben and Jerry originally wanted to get into the bagel business, but picked <laughs> ice cream because it was cheaper. Smart. <laughs> Brent, don't don't celebrate that. <laughs> I'm not celebrating. Knock it off. You guys were all thinking no, the same we thing. No, we were not until you started laughing. That's why you're laughing. You, laughing. No, you started giggling, and then your inner bigot came out, and then that made me laugh, which made me a bad guy. I didn't think Ben and Jerry's bagel idea was so you know out of the realm of possibility. Right. And then you're like, yeah, of course. Ah, like, oh, Christ! I'm sitting next to a bigot, and he's making me think that way. Someone on Reddit asked, "That's how come it's contagious." It's because you sit next to a guy who's a bigot, and you didn't even—I didn't even catch it—and then they make you think the racist thing. <laughs> oh, they're right, the bagels and the juice. Oh, damn you! You did that. I was a decent human being for a second. You ruined that. Sorry. Go ahead, Brady. I would think the bagels would be cheaper for his, but well, maybe now you're going to make him laugh oh, again. Here we go. <laughs> well, evidently here we go. not. Ice cream today. I'm leaving. They've done. Yeah, that. I was going to say it just got worse. That Brady's first thought was for Jews to go with the more expensive <laughs> option is rare. I would have assumed the bagels were cheaper. <laughs> They've done the math. They did the. <laughs> Brady, you were right. What you would assume was there, but they weren't. <laughs> so we went. Shocking. With the, we went with the cows. <laughs> I would have assumed they'd have gone the cheaper route. <laughs> they son did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, because there was no meeting between Ben and Jerry going, it's a little more expensive, how the much? ice cream. There wouldn't have been a how much. No. That word right there would have been like, we're going with the bagels. <laughs> it had to be the ice cream head. It's at least even. Damn it, Brett. Your fault. <laughs> You've got Brady, too. I know. So when do Leap Babies celebrate their birthday? 28th February. Today yeah. or tomorrow? Yeah, I, don't no, tomorrow. I don't care. It's not my fault you got it's born on a dumb day. I'd say, but I do get to smack them if they go, I'm only four. I go, get those douches that do that. I go split. March 20, 1st. Next year is a leap year. Yeah. But. I'd probably go March 1st because you weren't born on the 28th and that happens every year. You were right. born the day after the 28th. Right. So no matter so what first. that is, is yeah. your birthday. Yeah. yeah, my friend's dad was a Leap Baby. They ask uh, leaplings, yeah. and Stop basically it. we split. Well, we spent a, uh, a leapling. It's not a yeah. thing. He's like, making it a thing. We spent. Uh, we went to his house for his Correct. tenth. My my friend's dad's tenth birthday when he turned forty. When we were kids, and it was just this big. Like the kids thought it was funny. But. 
Here's a rundown of uh, myths that people still believe. Lie detectors. Um, they record stress responses, which might signal when someone is lying or not, depending on how a person's body reacts or if they're anxious. They're not admissible in court. Right. That's a myth? That it's not yeah. admissible? No, that people oh, yeah. didn't know but that. But they don't they work. Just, yeah, they're, in, they're inconsistent. Um, the dramatic reading of a person's will with everyone in the room, like the movies. Not a thing. Estate lawyers say they may it may have happened 150 years ago, but in reality, they're just everyone that get a copy of it yeah. in the mail. Peruse. And then they highlight stuff for you sometimes if you ask them. Black belts have to register their fists as weapons. <laughs> that was dispelled in the Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in America, when Bruce Lee That's was right. acting like a dick, going, my hands are registered lethal weapons because if I punch you and kill you with them, it would be considered a you know, murder. And he said, you punch and kill anybody, doesn't matter, and you murder, they die, it's murder. Doesn't matter, <laughs> lethal weapon or otherwise. If you drop a penny off a skyscraper, it will eventually fall fast enough to kill someone. The terminal velocity, yeah. but it hits about 30 miles per hour for a penny. It'll be like a hard flick to the forehead. I don't want to test that. Yeah. If it goes in at a wrong angle. Yeah. yeah. What if it's in half a spin and it hits my soft spot? That shaving makes your hair grow back thicker. I can tell you from experience that is false. You've tested that one? Look at my head. <laughs> <laughs> A new study used social media to determine the most popular cuisines in the world. Korean came out as I number one. I almost said it the way that the Scottish say it. Wait, did you say most popular? <laughs> yep. Followed by Italian. Korean is not the most popular food in the world. Yeah, negative. But the way that Scottish say it, I think, encompasses everything. Well, What's that's on? Chinese food. That's not Korean. Uh, well... You think the Korean? Scottish, oh you yes, think the we know the difference. Trust me, we know the difference. <laughs> Aye, you don't have chinky food coming to your house <laughs> and confuse all your guests and have Korean barbecue. That's dog meat. Oh, we having dog tonight. That's Korean food. It's Korean, Italian, Mexican, Japanese, Indian, Chinese, Thai. I can't believe that. I mean, it's not true. Yeah, they interviewed like all of China, Koreans. Probably have an influence on that. But, I mean, that's so close to Chinese food, they have to be like... Yeah, how do you... Sorry, how do you parse it out? They looked at no engagement on social media platforms, such as TikTok, Instagram, and Reddit. People taking pictures Worldwide. of Korean food. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you, and I know you will, where a Korean restaurant is in this city. For the most popular food in the world, you'd think they would be on every corner. Nope. I can name two Vietnamese restaurants and a, and a right. whole bunch of Thai. Chinese, yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I've driven by strip malls that say Korean barbecue. They don't even name for it. Where's that at? I don't, I don't even know where one of those is. I don't even know. I just remember seeing it. You get some Korean on 40th Street in uh, Indian School. Cup Bop. 40th Street in Indian School. I literally yeah. almost lived right on that intersection, and I don't know about uh, this. It's in the same, I, I'm pretty sure it's 40th Street. Um, is that where uh, Doe Bird is? Uh, uh, that's 44th. 44th. Is it yeah. 44th? Okay, yeah, yeah, it's 44th then. I always get those two. Or maybe it isn't 44th. Maybe it is 40th. Either way. Yeah. Duck Bop? Cup Bop. Oh. Same thing. Fast. <laughs> you <practice>. have <laughs> a problem. You can also get a really good 
bulgogi. I don't know what that is. And again, we're talking about what you just said is the most popular food in the world. We've named one restaurant nobody's been to. Nailed it. Cup Bop Korean of Barbecue. Of course he nailed it. There's no, Indian school. Why would you question it? I just said it. Double check. If there's anything Rain Man knows, it's that. No, that's the only time Brady doesn't need to be like, I don't think he got that right. Of course he did. Cup Bop. 25 miles from his door, he knows the Korean restaurant of choice. Yeah, where's it in Gilbert? There's a couple different Korean barbecues at Gilbert. And you just you're you're like a Waymo or one of those those cars I see that just takes pictures of streets, just driving around looking for restaurants. <laughs> you're, the, you're the Google Street yeah, View. You're, you're Google Street View of restaurants. There's one. You'll be excited about this. All you right. can get Wendy's chili in a can now. Stop. It's gonna it. be in the grocery stores. Great. That's where I always put Wendy's chili, right in the can. It shoots <laughs> through you. California. There's Cutbot Brady for your uh... franchise. That's, that's not like authentic. That's not authentic. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty new. But you asked me where you can. How did you find out one? about Cutbot? You don't live anywhere near. Oh, is that what you thought? The closest one. A friend of mine owns that. That's corner. what it is. <laughs> Little free. I made friends with the guy who runs the dump. <laughs> Doesn't own Cutbot. He owns the real estate. Real estate on the whole yeah, thing. But still, he gets. He rents it out to Cutbot. <laughs> yeah. And I have perused been there each and every times. restaurant. Hey, uh, just to let you know, my boy Jeff owns this place, so you're going to probably want to give me a freebie. Probably. <laughs> probably not going to charge me, because then I'll tell Jeff. Oh, we don't charge you, sir. We know Jeff, very, very strong friendship. Yeah. <laughs> um, bond. You don't want the uh, business end of Jeff coming in here, so... <laughs> Probably the best idea is just to give me some free cup up. Jeff's good people. What did you say the food was? I don't. I have no idea what Korean food is. None. It looks like Asian They're, food. I'm sorry. It's noodles. I know that. Yeah, you can put it on noodles or rice, but what there's different flavors. But what like was the, the word you said? Bulgogi is a kind of a marinade, and it's okay. like a Korean okay like barbecue sauce I, in a way. I, I don't. Want to sound bigoted, but I think I can get that kind of bowl <laughs> at any different types of yeah, like teriyaki bowl yeah. and teriyaki, teriyaki bowl. chicken. Yeah. yeah, it's just different yeah. flavors. Okay, of the teriyaki? Korean flavors. Oh, mm. yeah, it doesn't look any different to me. For the world's most popular food, it sure is an unknown. Last week, Oceanside Community of Laguna Beach in California voted to ban the sale and use of all balloons. Take that including time. party balloons. It's $500 fine if you're going to buy them. Really? When you say all balloons, I would assume that party balloons would have been... Well, hot air balloons? Well, the spy balloons you're allowed to. Right, those, but that's so we can differentiate. Yeah. So we're not shooting down happy birthday mylar anymore. The prob- problem is they're getting into the waters and... Sure, that's the issue. Mucking up things. That's what, that's what it is. That's Too many balloons. <laughs> There's some, balloons are choking the fish. That's the problem. Just an unreasonable amount of balloons in the air. It's like up everywhere you look. According to New York Magazine, the absolute latest you can cancel plans for that night is 2 p.m. Oh, so if I have plans with you, yeah. I can't. I have to go. 6 or 7 p.m. If I haven't told you to F off by yeah. 2. Okay, so yeah, you and I are going to dinner. That seems about right. That gives you four hours of leeway. That's fair. There's this dude that um, got busted for child porn. 
He had a ton of it. 2,600 pounds. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. 72-year-old. measuring it by weight Paul now, and a quarter Zimmel. when you got that much of it. <laughs> what? Just the only pictures. thing I know. 220,000 printed images. Yikes. Take a look at this creeper. Oh, do you get... Uh, I was, don't. Oh, God. He's Paul the, Zittle. He's the old man from Poltergeist, too. Oh. The, only, the only other time I could measure porn by weight oh, was here the we go. bag that Eric left in the old yeah. building. That was, was a, a giant duffel bag. But that was back when videos and yeah. before internet had taken over the porn world. Yikes. Here's a fun stat. Nearly half of U.S. murders go unsolved. This new study found. Fun stat, yeah. Yeah. Great. Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> I was just popping my iron bread into a story about unsolved murders. I mean, yeah, you're in why, that category. Uh, I mean, why in the world would O.J. Simpson be such a pariah if half of the dead people murdered in this, that nobody found their killer? I'm going to find the actual killers of somebody. Sometimes you got to. Maybe not Nicole, but there's a lot of murderers out there. Keep in mind that uh, if you know somebody who's been murdered, 50% chance they will find the killer. So that's the life I live. We never found ours. <laughs> I would sure like to find those guys and, and thank them. What? Ford just applied for a patent to make the repossession process go smoother. The cars will automatically drive themselves back to the dealership, or the, awesome. <laughs> like oh, when man. they get to automated cars. Sweet, you miss a payment. Hey, where's your car? Just, oh crap! I'm late. I thought I was on auto pay. There's some work left, but they want the patent. Thank God that they wasn't the like technology. a decade ago. Not card. only would my debit card be declined, but there goes Toledo's car. <laughs> oh my God! Every day your car would leave, I would die laughing. <laughs> Well, that's a mistake. That's I paid that. Uh, oh, there goes the Yaris. Beginning of the month. Yeah, eight forty. Yeah, eight forty a.m. Starts backing up. <laughs> Toledo just leaves it in the road to make it so it doesn't hit anything in the parking lot. It's gone. I got a couple of radio videos. This first one's a car that veers off the highway into the grass, does a jump into the pillars of the bridge. Oh no! Into the overpass. It splits in half. The car does? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those pillars are serious oh, yeah, business. That's, that's what we made. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. the whole drivetrain. Yeah, it does. It's separate. That. That's what it was. The top wow. of the car comes off the bottom of the car. Yeah. The so the chassis, frame. the whole thing is gone. That is crazy. And these dudes just... Oh, yeah, that's, that's what we made. He didn't have a reaction at all, the guy filming. Yeah, he keeps that's driving. Should we call? Yeah. Nah, we're, we're, we're late. Somebody will see that. <laughs> Man. Now we got a viral video, bro. Yeah. Next one's uh, people that are standing a little too close to a motocross race. Oh, God. A lot closer. A yeah, thing. I don't understand. <laughs> Snap on the track. Oh, I got stuck in the wheel. Why are you on the track, idiot? And he's not alone. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's I think he was close. tackling that guy. That's his, way too close. It does arm. look like he's trying to stop him. I got you, bro. Yeah, his arm grabs the driver. Where'd that guy go off, oh, go off track, actually? Oh, that could be. I think that's what it is. Oh, because you're saying the track yeah. is right behind him? Yeah, oh, I, okay. I think the track, yeah. Got you. So okay. it's not their fault. It's the bad rider. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> the other one's kind of seems like both. moved out of the way. Yeah, see, well, you know, he was kind of in the background. Last one's a garbage truck running over a guy. <laughs> wow, okay, get ready to it. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, and just pushing him down the street. So he got underneath there. He's fine. Oh. Squirms out. Let's get out of there. Whoa, no, 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 no
Oh, oh no, don't back up again. Well, his spine's broken now. Well, they went out back and scooped him up and put him in. Actually, the best thing you could do is run him over now. Wait a minute, so was he working on that? Yeah, it looks like he falls off the back of it. Yeah, wow, that's awful. They're busy having their morning coffee. Brett, you got your work cut out now. Yeah, well, I was going to go easy, but Brady's now I got hard. He's got mild. Okay. Yeah, bring the game, man. I was going to go easy. But, <laughs> Challenging, uh, <laughs> Brett. Don't do that. How right. dare you, Just sir? lit the fuse. Uh, let's start with this one here. This one's, uh, yeah, you got to watch when you're, well, got to watch for buses at all times. Oh, yeah. That's a good, that's great advice, Brett. Is oh, it, wait, you got to Is this mild, oh, yeah, Brett? On is this one of the, what, what on well, a scale no, of one to ten on a Korean barbecue, yeah. what's the heat level? On a scale of yesterday's well, okay, road, look, here's road road history, guy. I'll throw one that I thought was going to be mild today. This, th- this is what I was going to go with. This is mild. Okay. Mild meaning. This one's how? called God Hates This Guy. All right. So sitting on a butt, a bus there, the sits butts. Tiny. Oh, God. He comes oh, out. He's oh, got, he's all crippled or something. Yeah, his sticks aren't working. His little oh, tiny legs are well, he's pencils, and he's walking around on his hands. Got a nice Benetton color shirt. Oh, God, he fell backwards. No, 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 he fell no, backwards. No, no, oh, no. Oh, 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 he ran over his little useless legs. Oh, God, his poor little pin useless legs are stuck <laughs> under the bus. So I was going to keep it mild with that one. That's terrible. That bus driver had to wait extra time to get that poor handicapped boy out yeah, of the he's bus. he's clear. But and he then, tumbled uh, back under it. Oh, that's deep. terrible. There's, there's another bus stop. God threw him under the bus. Here's another bus. Guy just sitting on the side of it. Oh, the car gets on my Vaporized. Oh, the internet's the worst place in the world. And that blew a guy up. Really? That blew a dude up. Okay, Jesus Christmas. How to smear a body into a building. Oh, oh. What's going on? Are they watching that at a Korean barbecue or something? It sounds like surveillance camera over there. (laughs) They're a cup up. Yes. And uh, this one's called uh, Man versus Tank. Uh Oh, and this is your last one? Yeah, we'll finish with this one. Man v. Tank. Here we go. Oh, Oh, he's just, he's he's protesting a tank. No, no, no. And his feet are tied together. Oh, no, his is. They ran him right over. Oh, God. Yeah, he did. That wasn't a protest. That was a punishment. Wow, he held together better than I thought he would. But, man, <laughs> he didn't squeeze like a grape. He's very thin. I think any more weight on it. He tries to hop out of the way, and then and he then just the goes right under the tracks. Oh, oh, Lord. Wow. Okay. These guys are celebrating. I think Brady thought he'd be cartoon flat. You think yeah. They have prison thought, orange over there, too? Because that guy was in orange. Yeah. You've got to keep an eye on him. Okay. That's how they. That's the execution over yeah. wherever that right. crap old country is. We just he spun the from. wheel by tank. That's right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> One of the options was by cup bop. <laughs> Three cups. Now everybody's texting in with their uh, I don't Korean, Korean barbecue, but pl- no, 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 with oh. the Korean barbecue places. Oh uh, yeah, they're singing cup bop. Dobson Guadalupe, Dobson in Maine. But it isn't. Uh, we can all agree it's not the most popular food on the planet. Oh. If it was, they'd be around like subways. I would have said Chinese food. I would have said. I would have said too. Chinese yeah. food would have been. Uh, it just seems to be more all encompassing because you yeah. can name five Chinese yeah. restaurants like right off the top well, of your that, head. There's you know. two billion of them, right? So just, I mean, just by the again, it's of, like, the social media worldwide. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. China should dominate that. Chinese food should be the dominant one, except for every, evidently people in China don't like Chinese food. They like mm-hmm. Korean food, which doesn't look any different. It's been hot the last couple of years. Korean? Korean barbecue. Yeah. 
in your world. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's saying this is hot. <laughs> this is I mean, it's just Korean food. Toledo, if you're worried about your car being repoed, get your own boot and put it on there. That yeah. Flummoxes. Like, I don't want to boot my own well, car. Well, then when your car <laughs> <laughs> when your car auto drives itself to the dealership, it's going to ruin your car. You're going to pay for that, too. Exactly. Yeah. I put a boot on my car. <laughs> That's how I do it, man. <laughs> Yuck. There you go, everybody. That is your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Holmberg's morning sickness. Tuesday flying through. Um, and KDKB's doing a nice thing down there. They're feeding a bunch of people. I think they do this once a month now. They uh, Feeding their staff. Yeah, they set, they set up. <laughs> they, I guarantee you some of our promo crews taking some of Oh, them. yeah. They're uh, doing a nice little feeding down there. So nice job to our... Sister station. Sister station. Uh, KDKB doing nice things for, I don't know what they're doing. It's just Live like United. A, oh, the United Way. Okay, good for them. He's packed the pantry. Oh, they're packing the pantry. All right, good. Yeah. As food drive in February and uh, March, that's good. Everybody always thinks about that around the holidays. So nice job by our little buddies uh, down the hall there. Good work. If you want to help out, I bet you can just come by and say, what are you guys doing? I'd get, get there help. right Drop now because cash. there's some donuts down there, too. All right, settle yeah. down, Brady. The food is not packed. Lose the, it's not come by, just come by, grab a couple donuts, yeah. and say, good it's, job, yeah. guys, and then Not called pack the Brady. We can do that anytime we want. <laughs> uh, we were just talking off. Uh, everybody is, uh, yeah, there's sort of, I guess, a connection, even though TV has been ruined by anybody watching whenever they want, uh, that we don't have the ability to talk about shows like we used to. But The Last of Us is probably the closest thing we've had for a while where, you know, you can pretty much get involved with everybody watching. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because nobody's ever on the same episode, and it's frustrating to have conversations with people now. That's why politics rules the day is because nobody is saying, hey, I haven't caught up with the 2022 20, midterms yet. Don't talk about that. Everybody knows everything about their miserable politics. So that's all we talk about, and we drive each other nuts. Used to be we were frivolous and shallow, and we talked about Cheers and The Cosby Show and Sopranos. Friends and Seinfeld and The Sopranos and... And then Breaking Bad, and then it all changed. But The Last of Us is going pretty good. And now, Sunday's episode, Brady was just talking about it, hated it. Horrible episode. Uh, it was uh, because uh, in the third episode, of the, in the third of the, beyond that, it was just unnecessary. In the third episode of The Last of Us, they had um, uh, a gay uh, couple in the post-apocalyptic zombie disease world that, uh, you know, one guy, had, he, hold, he holds up in a... Uh, in his house, and he's made this little compound, and they don't find him, so he's got a whole city to himself when they close it off, and he's fine. He's not, so they get rid of all the infected, They get, and it's a city that's been abandoned, and he had a little bunker, and he built this gigantic contraption around it, beautiful thing, and he just owned the city. Nobody was ever going to come looking for him, tiny little town. So he was going to live isolated forever, and he dug these pits outside of the fence, and just his luck, a guy falls into the pit in his trap, and happens to be uh, also homosexual. So he caught a bear in one of those traps. You know, in a weird way, yes. It was a bear trap. And although he was the bear. Although there's a lot of hair. And then they had sex. A lot of sex. They had a lot of sex. A lot of sex. And they showed a lot of two men with beards making out. A lot. And I got it. And it was actually a beautifully written, uh, lovely story about uh, fate and love and uh, finding someone, even in the worst circumstances, crooked pot, crooked lid, you find love. They made in, the best of they, it. In the weirdest situations, your true soulmate found you was the false but still beautiful message. Okay. 
It seemed like a little bit of an aside to the entire story, although there is a link. Uh, but it was a nice story to kind of distract you from all the crazy that was going on. I'll give you that. Two episodes later, we get another uh, thing. Backstory. Well, now we've got a coming-of-age lesbian story that's been an entire hour with two 17-year-old girls or 15, 16, 17-year-old girls uh, wandering around Boston and breaking into a mall because the one girl knew how to turn it. And I'm like, wait a minute. These girls don't. They're not nostalgic about a mall. They they were born after the disease took over and after the world shut down. They've never been to a mall. They weren't they're teenage girls now. Malls would only impress them now if they and so they 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 get weird about that. And then it's this will they won't they kind of thing that goes on for forty five minutes to an hour. And to me, the episode was a swing and a miss. Not because it was ham handed. Everybody is gay, but it was boring. And the girl that was playing the uh, the black girl that was in it can't act. So it was even worse. She was a terrible actress. Like her lines were delivered in this smug high school actress sort of way. Yeah, the story, the, you know, the the date night in the mall. Doesn't you know, they sense. tried to say, well, it doesn't. They, they wouldn't I'm have sure cared they about knew the mall. about malls. Maybe How? This the first time being How? They weren't ever open. 2003, you're saying? 2003. They were born after 2003. They were born after everything. But you might had have heard about down. a mall? Sure, I guess cuz you've heard about uh you know, mercantiles. You can't yeah. wait to get in one. You know, I've been into a mercantile. We all have, and they're rebuilt for today. There's not yeah. something you would break into in the post-apocalyptic world and go, "Wow, a, a blacksmith's room." Yeah, I want to go back to do some smithing. Yeah, not happening. So, and that's that's a petty complaint. What's really going on that's bothering me with The Last of Us is the the praise that they are getting for the uh, use of a menstrual cup and the expo. I, I, <laughs> why in the world in my zombie movie can't I just watch? And I know they don't like calling them zombies, but I know Brett's not in on this. But we're helping. Yeah. Why in the world <laughs> can't? Face. When, when will I ever watch TV right. again and have it be like the zombie killed that? It was so awesome when the zombie killed that Rambo. Rambo never once said, "I know you're on your period. You should try menstrual cup." Never did it have those woke moments that get celebrated beyond the writing, beyond the story, and beyond anything else to where it infiltrates our everyday life and somebody's waving some cause flag that screams, menstrual cups finally got their due. First off, lady, menstrual cups are gross all the way across. Ask most women, menstrual cups are gross. Do you know what they are? They're little teacups that fold up and pop into the V and catch everything that comes pouring out of them. And then you carefully pull it out and, oh, and drain it. Yeah. It's not even a funnel. It <laughs> no, holds. it's not. It, yeah. It's a mug. It's a silo. It's, it's a, a mug. It's a drip. <laughs> it's a it's a pan for oil oh, changing. Ah. It's disgusting. <laughs> okay. And there's this big thing, TMZ and Yahoo and MSNBC and all these, every news outlet. Oh, can you believe how... When in the world can we watch a TV show again and just go, the zombies were awesome? Because I'm telling people there's a big uh, infected that rips people in half. We've only seen him once. And he can grab a body and just tear it in half like Brett's videos and just hold them up and they squirt blood all over the place. I'm like, that's what I'm watching for. I'm not watching for the social meaning of menstrual cups and how they need to finally get their due. Somebody watch TV for entertainment again instead of for the woke nonsense that comes from it. So you use a menstrual cup. Go f*** yourself. You're gross. I don't care what kind of product you use to stop the flow. I don't want it in my entertainment, and I certainly don't want it to have meaning. That's why I go to TV, to avoid reality. I'm I'm watching a show about the end of the world. The last thing I need to know is that everybody's feminine hygiene is being handled. Gross. 
Was Amy Schumer in this episode? <laughs> no, because she's even got the decency to at least use a sock or cotton or something. <laughs> These cups of when blood. Five. Oh, it's like they pull out the chalice of Christ, and ah. it's, oh, it's disgusting. Full you of red wine, and red wine and pulp. I don't need to see that or hear about it or know about it. I want my entertainment Put period free. Put it in the freezer. I want all of my written entertainment period free. I understand that ladies in the apocalyptic world have periods. That's for them to figure out. Keep it quiet. Not everything that happens needs to be addressed. Maybe I've blanked it on my mind, but I think that's the first time I actually saw one like that. Like I would. Well, you're not probably doing a whole lot of shopping. I know. But. And a good husband has no idea what his wife uses. Because she's doing a great. A good wife makes it so her husband doesn't know. But yeah, it's got that. It's like a little wine glass you stuff in there, and it grabs hold of everything, and you yank it out, and it throws up all over your floor. But it says not only is The Last of Us drawing big TV ratings and buzz, it's getting praise from menstrual cup companies for promoting the product and boosting sales. It's no spoiler alert, yeah, because it has nothing to do with the story. But Ellie, one of the main characters, is gifted a menstrual cup, and at first she was. Uh, grossed out and confused. And then she gets excited and realizes uh, what it is. Because she says gross with a smile on her face. Uh, Stop it. Uh, You know what I don't need? Uh, Toilet paper, bathroom products, taking giant dumps, uh, bleeding periods all over the place, ever included in my zombie movies, ever. Unless you have to sacrifice the girl because zombies smell blood. That's it. It's the only time. There's a menstrual cup. It's a, it's a, it's a, Ugh. it's gross. It's like a rose petal. It's like a big rosebud you stuff inside yourself and catch all your, your sloughing. Felt like I was missing out on the show because everybody's yeah. talking about it, but now not right. so much. But see, Brett, that's the problem I have with today's world is that everybody is talking about the show. And then all the news you're getting is, oh, the menstrual cup. Yeah, rep- about, the yeah, represent- about, yeah period cups. I'm out. Right. Representation is not what I'm interested it's a tu- in. It's tulips for it's your tulips. tulips. Yeah. That's uh-huh. It's gross and it's gross. And I don't care what you use. Ladies, you use whatever you want for when you're on the scourge. It's not my. It's not mine for entertainment purposes unless it's being joked about or used as bait to kill you. If Sharknado was like, we need to distract these sharks who's on their period, that's the only time I really want to hear about periods is when we can use it for, for getting away. We throw in the lady who has her period so the sharks eat her and we leave. The, the joke in Anchorman when he says, are you menstruating? Bears can smell that. Like, he's, he's concerned that the bears are going to be all in a, you know, ravenous fury because the lady's gushing. It's not natural. It's gross. And we don't need to hear about it. Stuffing things inside you to block other things is gross. You don't hear, you know, there's, there's constipation medicine that doesn't get a lot of time on TV. We don't need to focus our zombie show on how to metamucil out a big turd. Yeah, maybe this ep- next episode will be battling hemorrhoids or something. You know, what <laughs> right, yeah. they use for that? Maybe, yeah, maybe uh, Pascal will have a problem. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't sit down. These goddamn zombies made me so nervous. I'm pumping out a grapevine. <laughs> oh, you want to rub this? I got camphophonique. And they're like, oh, camphophonique got represented <laughs> for people who suffer from the roids. I've had a rosebud hemorrhoid for 20 years, and it's just wonderful that Campophonique was finally represented. There's all sorts of stuff that's gross that our bodies do that don't need to be always talked about just to make things comfortable for pigs. I want my zombie movie free of periods, free of uh, coming-of-age teenage lesbian love. 
That could have been a five-minute flashback. Oh, yeah, I kind of had a feeling she was a lesbian. That's it was. Uh, but it was an hour of them almost felt kissing. Like three. Who can relate to this? I know it's representative of a certain group of people, but who can relate to teenage lesbian coming of age stories outside of uh, the two percent of the population? That's that. But it's love, and it's the same. Uh uh-uh, uh it's not. It's hard to watch sometimes. Uh, two dudes with beards making out. <laughs> A lot of people are like, oh, God. Especially when you saw the other guy in another uh, right. show. I can't relate to, uh, uh, you know, two Stephen Hawking's finding love. And I certainly I know it exists, but I don't want to watch them kiss. When Stephen Hawking's documentary came out and I found out, and I still I still think of Larry McFeely when I think of this. Stephen Hawking <laughs> cheated on his wife. I still don't know how Larry is striking out so often. Stephen Hawking. He pulled it off. Not only that. The wife's like, I get it. Like what? Well, he's hard to. He's 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 got a lot of charisma in that. I don't know how she was like. And they got a divorce. And Didn't he, have to sneak around. He married the nurse. No, he married her. How do you sneak around? They have to go to the bathroom. Do you need help? No, I've got it. I've been gone for like an hour and come back all uh, uh, breathing kind of hard, Stephen. It wasn't easy being in there alone, huh? Well, where's your nurse? She is dressing. He cheated on his wife, had an affair, and then married the. Found out that's Married a nice the yellow diamond on your finger. Yeah. Buying a jewelry. Yes. Yeah, I saw another Amazon some things over with that iPad. He had the first uh, generation iPad. And he was, uh, I forgot what I was saying. But anyway, I don't want to watch him making out either. But I know people in wheelchairs have. Uh, sure. It doesn't need to be represented. I can't relate to Stephen Hawking making out. When they showed that picket fence of bottom teeth smiling away when he had his new wife sitting on his uh. lap. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Will you marry me? Sure, I guess. They will make you so very happy. And first, I'm going to probably try and f*** you really hard tonight. You consummate the wedding. Okay. Unless it was like, uh, was it Twin Peaks that had the uh, legless or the... Twin Peaks was a show that was a fever dream on mushrooms. It was supposed to be weird. If they did menstrual cuffs, it would have been because it's supposed to make you go, good, what are they doing? Normalizing menstrual cuffs is not my cup of art. <laughs> I don't walk away from that episode going, you know, I didn't care for the writing, but at least they represented menstrual cups better than they've <laughs> ever been. Who cares? And is it, I've never met a person in my life that would be like, well, finally, menstrual cups got their due. A good woman keeps that stuff quiet. Unless she used it to kill a zombie, that would have been exact. Yeah. Drown them with it. Yeah, I want to. If you're going to do it, pop it out and show it. Chokes it on show it. what it does. Choke them with that pulpy brown goo that oh, comes out of you. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The thing that puppies can't get enough of in your underpants. Throw that in a zombie's throat. Throw that. Yeah. Chuck that yeah. salsa down there. Yeah. Fool him and do the switcheroo like in Princess Bride with what he thinks is red wine. And he goes, oh, mine's chunky. <laughs> well, you, this is slough. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. bitch. You know us zombies can't have slough. Oh, I have a feeling because in the show she's immune. And maybe that's what that her blood the, is going to, and we're going to deal with periods. People have to- and I'm not comfortable with it. Take a little sippy. Call me old-fashioned, but I ain't changing. Periods are going to make me sick until the day I die. Always have, always will. And I represent 90% of men that look at those things and go, 
look, that's gross. You're like, turn me into a mushroom. <laughs> I would get bitten and infected in a heartbeat rather than you got to drink this little girl's menstrual cup. <laughs> oh. But why else have it in the show unless it comes back later? It's got to come back. It has to. Good point. And you don't just toss a menstrual cup in and go, thumbs up to periods. It's coming back. Oh, Pedro, I feel sorry. Yeah, Pedro Pascal's got a chug, chug from the chalice of blood. <laughs> Drink from my menstrual cup. Oh, no. Because it's going to have a Jesus story to it. The rebirth. The, I mean, that's what writing is. It always goes back to the Jesus origins. And that's what I think she is. She's the second coming of uh, man. She will save man. That's that's the that's the ethereal way to see writing when they do these things because they always have to have a basis of where it's going to go and that little cup is going to represent drink of my blood. I have a feeling it's coming back and we're going to watch people drink a teenager's period blood and it's going to get celebrated. Who was the lady that played the Wicked Witch of the West back in the day in the Wizard of Oz? Margaret Hamilton. This is the kid of Margaret Hamilton. Oh yeah, she, she looks. Just, yeah, she looks a lot like Margaret like, Hamilton. Oh my gosh, that's not a compliment. <laughs> you look a lot like the Wicked Witch without her makeup. The Folgers lady, you know. Anyway, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, enough. I think you uh, yeah. might be on to something. I'm, I'm 100% right. There's no reason that writers would include that without product placement, without mentioning Bring a product. Bring the cup back. The cup's coming back. And I like my zombie movies free of periods. But if she has to pop that thing out and feed Pascal... I look at it like The Mandalorian because it's the same guy if uh, Baby Yoda wouldn't shut the f*** up. He's got a new kid he's got to keep an eye on. It is this the one, way. Yeah, this one won't stop talking and bleeding. Anyway, Brad, it's a good show. Yeah, you sold me on it. I'm <laughs> you ready. watch it. That's terrible. <laughs> but I'm telling you, mark my words right now. Prediction. Johnny the writer predicts it. That menstrual cup's coming back and people are going to drink out of it. Yeah, if, if the child brings out the cup in the Mandalorian, I'm out. Let me tell you this. Here's my other thing. Why, why not just give her tampons? I know you can reuse that, but give her a box of tampons. If it was all about, hey, you're a young girl probably dealing with this problem in post-apocalyptic uh, 2023, here's a box of tampons. No, they gave her a menstrual cup for a reason because her blood is unaffected by the bite. So you're, they're going to use her period blood for something later. The show's taking a turn, my friend. And I know it's based on the video game, and maybe there's something in the video game that people know that I don't, but I guarantee you that menstrual blood's coming into play for this thing. It saves Come con- over and watch the next no, episode. I'm good. We'll binge it together. No, bro. I'm good. <laughs> Brett's out. Oh. It's eco-friendly. It terrible. That's the point. Brett's just like me and just like every other guy. We don't need to talk about no. A woman's cycle. You need to watch it, Brett. No, I'm out. And there needs to be a warning. They do, now before a show starts, they'll say, uh, you know, strong sexual content, which is something that locks me in. Uh, Adult situations. They even throw up smoking now as a warning on the shows you're about to watch. Smoking, violence. They say blood without violence. No violence, period. Menstruation. Lots of blood. blood Uncomfortable menstruation discussion. There we go. Give me that. The you... M-D. Because you got S-S-C, strong sexual content. V, violence. N, nudity. Uh, adult situations, A-S. And then you got the uh, U-M- lady topics. U-M-D. <laughs> no, no lady topics. Is that could get, that could, they could spin you on that. I want the word Hard, menstruation. Harsh. Discussion. Yeah, that would. Strong be. menstruation discussion. It's disgusting. 
And I, like my grandfather and his father before him, beg of you ladies to keep that to yourself. Yuck. Do you even know what Ronnie uses? You assume. Or maybe you do have an idea. I was just thinking, I'm going to ask if there's a cup in the house. Does she cup? I don't know. You don't know what Kirby's no, on. No, she doesn't. You don't know what your family's doing, and that's good parenting, and that's good That's good you womaning. You shouldn't want to know. That's right. That's good womaning. They keep it from dad because they know it's it's disgusting and shameful. Being a woman. Anyway, good luck out there. But The Last of Us, uh, four out of five stars, great show. But this last episode, forget about it. But that menstruation cup's coming back, everybody. But celebrate. Oh, goody. That'll be yeah. a stocking stuffer this year for Christmas. Menstrual cups for your young yeah. ladies? Yeah. Sir, sure. I'm going to go grab a bundle of those for your kids. <laughs> like a bouquet. Of oh. Tulips. With a little applicator stick. Really? I don't want to deal with it either, Brett. I'm, in my entire... I, don't, I can't even imagine what I'd do if you were with a girl and she's like, it's that time. You're like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. I've got to cut it. Am I going to hit that? Am I going to spill it? Maybe. Uh, we're not doing anything. <laughs> I don't know. You, you got glassware in you. I'm not doing that. Anyway, good luck with that, ladies. But if you're wearing one right now, just know how gross it is. And keep it to yourself. I don't tell you the color of my poo. I don't show you that my uh, wiping technique is strong. I don't need to know about your bathroom habits. It's gross. I eat a lot of roughage. It's an easy wipe, if you're curious. Uh, it's 8.56. There you go. Sorry. Our last of us conversation. Four to five stars. Hopefully it's the last one. Great. Nope. We're going to have another one once you, once, the, once uh, the hero drinks out of that menstrual cup. Holmberg was right. I was hoping Sounds there'd amazing. just be one more episode because I'm good with it right now. <laughs> End it now. Right. Well, you don't want my theories to come true. <laughs> Everybody's got to go a guzzle from that cup. Oh. It's like a tiki bar. There's seven <laughs> straws in it. <laughs> Everybody's passing the mason jar around. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Yeah, it's jungle juice, man. Anyway, good luck, everybody, with that. But that's the future. Everybody's got to celebrate their female. Uh, anyway, we got hot releases. That's not a good thing to say after that. We got hot releases coming up in just moments. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. There he is. Hi, Richard. I was worried about you. Got an email from Scott Haynes and said, I had no idea what you were talking about. I thought the menstrual cup is what you got if you won uh, the championship in the WNBA. <laughs> That's right. They all are fighting for the menstrual cup. <laughs> from Lord Menstrual. You get the Lord Stanley up north and the Lord Menstrual down south, so to speak. Uh, no, that's not true. Every woman that's emailed me so far. Menstrual cups are disgusting. Yeah, I, we, I know. Wait until you see somebody drinking out of a teen girl's one on HBO coming up in a couple weeks because it's happening. Christ. I told you. And somebody, friendly. Somebody else wants a page of uh, Guinea dissatisfaction page, they call it, for sounds that Brett makes when he doesn't like <sighs> something. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Broads. It's brutal. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> Can we get a page of, of Guinea responses, Richard? I don't know if we can title it that. But I yeah. can. The Guinea reacts, we call it. Ugh. 
You don't mind, do you? No, you don't need a button of it, though. I do it every day, <laughs> numerous times. But what times. if you're not here? What if I don't have a breath to sit oh, on? Like, you, you got a day I'm off. I'm always here. What if it's Columbus Day, like, or something? You I to... even worked that day, for Christ's sake. <laughs> we'll get Which you. Which is still a you bunch of... <laughs> your new deal, and your new deal will get you off oh, of Columbus. Okay, thanks. That'll be Brett's one extra day a year that he gets that we don't. <laughs> I ain't coming in on Columbus what Day. You mind? Valentine's. What are you doing? Sinatra's birthday. Yeah. Dean's birthday. John Gotti's birthday. Gotti. Al Capone. <laughs> Stallone. Manano, Stallone. <laughs> Have you got Frank a hold of Sammy Ansley. the Bull? Yeah, yeah Frank too. What's hey, that? did you get hold of Sammy? I'm working on it. Are you? I'm working yeah, he's on it. He's got it. I know a guy that I know a guy that knows, knows a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> of course you do. That yeah. was un, uh, that was superfluous. <laughs> uh it is time now for the hot releases. Uh Bert and uh Toledo here for all the stuff that's coming out. Uh, one after another, things come out every single week, and we try to get uh, up to date on all of them. And it's brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue, which is over there in Avondale, and also by MP Guns, just for fairness, because yesterday yeah, we, we I, I double sponsored too. Uh, MP Guns is on 12th Street Northern. You can go over there and get all sorts of great stuff and Mo Money Pawn. And of course, our friends at uh, Eric's Family Barbecue. Brett was there over the weekend. Just met, uh, was it Principal Pete? Mike, damn it, I'm bad at this already, but he just was in here with us. He's helping out with the KDKB thing, packing the pantries. And he was a, he's a principal at a school, a uh, name in which I would never, I can barely remember his name. South uh, Phoenix. I think it's Principal Pete. I think that's right. And uh, he came I, in here and he talked to us about, uh, he goes over to Eric's Family Barbecue because uh, the other guy that used to be part of it, the guy that's named after Eric, uh, he was on his club league baseball team. It was pretty cool. So a little small world moment there and he came by to say hi to us and he's a uh, principal at an inner city school. And uh sounds like charter school, charter school, tough work. Sounds like he's got a lot on his plate. So a uh, cool guy just came by to say hi. So uh, he goes to Eric's Family Barbecue because it's simply great. Somebody just texted me and said, I just went over there for the first time, and I live 35 miles from that place, and I will be visiting them every week when I'm on that side of town because evidently you guys got work over there. It's addictive. It's an amazing product, and they've got everything you could ever imagine. I, I don't know if they're still doing that Philly cheesesteak. It might, wasn't on the menu when I was oh, there, but that's not to say I'm that they you. weren't doing it. See if you can get them to make it if they can, because right. it is it was the best one I've ever had, and I'm now craving it. Elote? I want to smell it. I want to rub you in it. I want to rub you in they it. They got it. I, wanna, I, want the city, I want the streets to flow with uh, the delicious elote from Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric's Family BBQ. Eat, mesquite, repeat. Skeet, skeet, skeet. It's the best in the world. You'll see. Just go eat there. Uh, who's first? I'll go. Like, well, you go. You go. Brett, uh, Brett right. go first. Day. Brett's music's first. Uh, new releases. We got uh, something. It, there's not a lot. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Red Light King. I remember them. Red yeah. Light King. All right. Am I half? Oh, a am I on there? Yeah, yeah, right. Get off of there. You're ruining the screen, Richard. Yeah. What are you doing? All right, here we go. All right, uh, this is Heavy Heart. But I think we had him play a U Fest a couple I years ago. Oh, that's like why that. I, yeah. I forgot about these guys. It's definitely heavy heart, Jesus. This is cloudy, cloudy day music. Yeah. And they're sad. Now, this song was released six months ago, this other one. I'm going to go to that yeah, unless this kicks in. Cause I don't, I, but I don't know if it's on the T-Mobile new album. Let's see. Oh, that's a T-Mobile oh, ad. Screw you. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I, I sometimes like uh, sad music, but yeah, let's see what this one is. It's got you got to be in the mood for it. All right, there are other ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. 
kill him. Chia. Chia, Chia. Another one. White guns in a deadly war. I've been left by the side for days. Nah, that's all about it. I've been burned by the flames before. People say that I lost my way. I don't remember what that first single was that we played, but I liked it. Red Light King, Larry, but it was, uh... Yeah, Larry's not a fan. We had to play you fast, but... This sounds like that uh, popular country rap that's happening. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's a little bit better, at least. That uh, African-American lady had my attention. Her nipples were incredibly hard. This ain't so bad. No, that's not bad. It's like Harley Pitbull. That body has some attitude on it, that girl. Uh, here's a nuclear holocaust. Like it. Sailing the seas of wow. nuclear waste is the name of the album, and this is the last day of serenity. So you're saying there's a theme with their stuff. I would say. Oh, they stink. Yeah. I know. This sounds like... Uh, These guys are metal deathcore zombies. Yeah. Same day, the same day they recorded Kill Em All, they left the mics on. They did not know how to mic the drum set for this. Yeah, even Lars is saying, same yeah. ignorance so bad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do with this genre, whatever it, it is. It just sounds dirty. Yeah. Great stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Hold on. Get to the bridge. Yeah, where's the hook? There's the bridge? No, there'll be a bridge. You're They're, a musician. Musician. They're You're gonna musicians. You're going to have to tell me where the bridge is. It's coming. That's a verse. Oh, that's your holocaust. The album should be called Sailing the Seas of Nuclear Cheese. Yes. <laughs> oh, Larry. Oh, it's on that big oh, record label, Larry. Self-Made God. <laughs> if, if, Larry, if Larry was a 90s sitcom, it would always, the show would end every week with, oh, Larry. Uh, yeah, every, every, oh, Larry. And then credits would roll and we're all frozen. All right, here's the, uh, this one here is the latest one from our promo staff, Stoned Jesus. Uh, Father Light is the name of that album. Okay. I would say you're disappointed, Larry, but I don't think no, you are. No, 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 I'm not. That's what I expect. Larry gives me Larryisms. Larry is a human blue tuxedo. He's funny all the time, and you don't know why. Jesus, get to it already. Oh, okay. so they're going to get struck by lightning in a minute. They're not getting It's like Jeff Margaret. This is Stoner Don't, don't denigrate Jeff that way. <laughs> Jeff looks better than that dude. This is Stoner Rock. Oh, yeah. This makes me want weed. There should be smoke coming out of the TV. Uh, well, okay, then if you didn't like that, how about Witch Ripper? Oh, <laughs> I mean, come on. The Flight After the Fall, the name of the album. This is Enter the Loop. I'm not familiar with Witch Ripper. Uh, either. Me neither. I was, dig- I was digging Just sit today. back and listen, player. Who was that? JG. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A pretty had gone back. <laughs> A bit dream theater ish. Yeah, 
Even if this gets better. Steve Aoki, I thought the same yes. thing. I didn't want to say that it. Is that us? That guy looks just like Steve Aoki. Of course he does. He had no choice. Oh, I didn't That's expect that. That's terrible, too. Oh, hey, good hey. Lord. Is anything no. good anymore? No. Let's let's try Enslaved. This is Pladia. This is Forest Dweller. And we'll just skip it. We'll just skip it. Why can't anybody get to it? Just get to the meat of the thing. It's taking forever for everybody to get it. Jim Morris, I was just going to say. I got a record to play for you guys. This is the goddamn doors. They did this to music. Let's skip up. Texter says, Jesus Christ, guys, so far 2023 on Tuesdays is the best of Palladium. Yeah, it is. Palladium's better than this. Hey, and I'm digging for the best of the best. I mean, it's, right. there's not... Hmm. You're sifting through everything. Okay, I can't do any more of that. I'm, no, I'm out of that. That goddamn influence of Jim Morrison. Ooh, what's the, this? Uh, hey, listen, the faster we start saying what I say about Jim Morrison, the less chances are of that crap happening. I don't know, man. Jim Morrison's horrible, and he influences dumb people to sound like him. Uh, this is Kate N.V., Ugh. Uh, name of this tune is one. I don't know. Right. Odie? Like a crippled 16-bit video game. Yeah. She's going to drop a period cup here. In a <laughs> oh, no. Come on, man. Don't this is going to make wrong. me kill someone. Fast forward. Maybe not. <laughs> This is a. I'm digging this. This is being played at Cut Mop right now. It's <laughs> Dandar 2.0. How hot you want it? I want to drink out of a menstrual cup now. I don't, I, I, it couldn't be worse than that. Uh, this is Cali Uchis, I think. Okay. Red Moon in Venus is the name of the album, and I wish you roses. Cali. This ain't so bad. Oh, boobs. What's going on? Boobies. Now you're selling me. Oh, she's thinking about her hooey. Room for a little bit. Sure, this isn't from your notebook. These lyrics could be. I've written poems like this. Yeah, I like her. She's curvy. So All right, about that. And that'll bring us to. Yeah, that was hypnotic in like a dirty way. <laughs> that'll bring us to 
N-word or F-word? N-word or F-word. We're going to go back again. We're going to go, this is Drew Down, Pimp of the Year. Now, there is one S-bomb. I will tell you when that comes up before we get to it because it's like right Okay, right away. John nailed it last week. Yeah, I got this. I called Mother Effer. I'm going to go again with Mother Effer. I'm going back-to-back Mother Effers. Damn it. All right. I'm going with the gun. I'm going angry N-word. Angry N-word. All right, Brady? I'll go friendly N-word. Friendly. All right. Let's see what we got. Drew Down. Yeah. Give it up and give it to me. A Big Mac, Cavalier's double deep sink in this zone. So I'ma get sick with it. Or give me drink and bomb and let me get with it. Yeah, because I'm going to be the biggest pimp of oh, the Oh, there was. Yeah. That was an N-word. No, 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 that, was, that was an N-word. No. Are you sure? Yes, yeah, I'm pimp. reading the lyrics. It's pimp. No, I, I oh, heard the N-word. I'm reading the lyrics. Oh, I don't think so. Start it again. Start it from the beginning. I'm pretty sure that's where I was. What do you mean? No, go to the beginning. Just start it. No, from, I can't oh, start yeah, from I got the beginning. you. Yeah. From where you were. Okay. Yeah, because I that was that was a clear N word to me. All right, this I think this is it. Give it to me. A Big Mac, Cavalier's double deep sink in this zone. So I'ma get sick with it. Or give me drink and bomb and let me get with it. Yeah, because I'ma be the biggest pimp of the That's an N word. No, it's pimp. I'm the biggest pimp. It's pimp. I got the lyrics right here. What's the word before pimp? I'm the biggest pimp. It's all right. This yeah, because I'm going to be the biggest pimp of the year. All right. Going Start it again. Doing, Start it again. Well, I don't know. I don't, I'm not comfortable with this. Going around Let doing this like. Start it again. Start it from where you were. Here I we go. I think I was around here. All right. Good luck. So I'm going to get sick with it. Or give me drink and bomb and let me get with it. Yeah, because I'm going to be the biggest pimp of the year. That's the N-word. That, 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 that is not the N-word. That is the biggest pimp. I got all the right. lyrics right. All right, I'm gonna let it fly. It just trust me, as the guy in charge of all the buttons. All right, all that right. makes me nervous. But okay, go ahead. I'll we believe. Call you. it a draw. No, no. Go okay. ahead. Play it from the same right. spot. There's again. an S coming up. No, all right. Oh, no. so you want to go back to the nope, original nope, spot? Nope. Nope. Okay. Where y'all go? We're failing miserably. Right, on this. We got Curses like crazy. Here we go. All right. Be ready. No, I got it. Well, now I don't even okay, know if we have got, the thing the, delayed yet. Right, the check mark's it? on. We're good. To, We're good. Uh, yeah, you're not going to get it. Check mark's good. We're good. Okay. There it is. The N-word right there. There it is. Found it. There's a friendly N-word. My God. That was I think he friendly I got the lyrics. That was stressful. I'm the biggest pimp. Okay, but it sounded very N-wordy to me. Man. Uh, very uncomfortable. Man, I never saw you that. Well, I'm jumpy. I'm jumpy. It's a, look, I'm the one in charge of making sure this stuff doesn't fly. I've worked real hard not to go down with that. I don't want to jump. I want to be like Mark across the hall. I want to retire someday. I don't want to be drummed out with a box full of my toys. I'm hearing it. I heard it too, Brady. No. I'm going to be listening to Drew down on the way home, though. I, that is a good tune. But I will say this. If anybody's going to hear it clearly, it's Brett. Yeah, Brett. Man, it wasn't so it. We, it wasn't yeah. it. That's why he's angry. That's about it. not it. I know that be, word. If it's going to be played, it needs to be played in context. This makes me laugh. If I'm not laughing, he didn't say it. <laughs> All right. You need to pop See, that everybody, song. Everybody's like, come on, that's an N-word. It's like, not. Oh, are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't hear it at all. I, uh, eight and times. Trust me, I wanted to. I don't know how this works. <laughs> I hope I hope the delay works well enough for to get out of that a couple of times. <laughs> terrible, terrible language. I wish these people uh, singing rap songs would stop with that. Can't we just enjoy <laughs> we our music our game, without warning? I know, and it's a horrifying game. You need to listen to that on the way home today in the Jeep. Oh, I can't do that. No. I took Whitey today. Oh, did Still you? got a nice system, but not like 
uh, the not like Blackie the Giant. <laughs> Blackie, Blackie, you see where you're going, guys, right? Okay, right. Look, come it's on. Just, it's paint color, you bastards. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. I'm breathing so heavy. There's not a lot on the streaming side anyway because it's the end of the month. So, uh, But there is a couple of big releases. Uh, on the video game side, nothing real big. Meg's Monster is this game. It is uh, an epic, stylized, retro, turn-based JRPG. Not sure in which the player controls a nigh-invincible monster who must defeat enemies while also protecting a fragile human child. What's the J in role-playing? Not sure. Junior? No, junior? Little tiny ones? Lil? All right. Oops. When a young girl is lost, only you can help her find her way home. By getting giant fish. Just be careful by donating $3 a day. If she cries. The monster's coming. Oh, it's the end of the world. Oh, man, if she cries, it's the full annihilation of this. Her menstrual cup was full. Oh, game over. Game that was, over. yeah, well... <laughs> Make the baby, me on that one. Look, the baby cries and it's game over. I like that game. All right. Uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty is also out on all platforms. All right. uh, showcases some of the historic warriors from the Three Kingdoms featured throughout the adventure. Okay. Explore the deep and interesting world of a collapsing dynasty. Survive. Chaotic realm. It's just the biggest pimp's job. With divine power. Battle. That looks pretty cool. Impossible on hunt. You like a bunch of boss battles here. Yeah. Badass. Three kingdoms. Give us your credit card. We're from China. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah, follow on TikTok immediately. All right, the big release, of course, tomorrow is The Mandalorian Season 3. I bet you Baby Yoda doesn't break out a menstrual cup in this one, even though it's the same guy, Baby Yeah, I think they give you the first two or three episodes tomorrow and then one a week. Lost interest in this. You did? Huge. Second season is terrible. not just learning about how to fight. Baby Yoda's not You'll cute anymore. How to navigate the galaxy. Baby Yoda is a little bit in, uh, irritating at times. Yeah. That way... You'll never be lost. It's ice noodles or whatever his name is. I mean, it had some neat stuff. That first season was great, and then it wasn't. At the end, it's like, okay, how many times is this guy going to lose that baby before he loses the babysitter job? Yeah. So on HBO Max is Marlon Wayne's latest uh, uh, comedy special, God Loves Me. We Not can't sure. play any of this. Right, yeah. exactly. I'm just letting you know what's out there. Are you going to play N-word or F-word? I was going to say. Right? You, 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 no. <laughs> no. All right, go ahead. All right. What, you got uh, the check mark back what, you, what would you go with? Uh, I'm going... I'll go F word. I'll go F. Uh, I'll go friendly N word. Brady, go ahead. Angry N word. Angry. All right, here we go. Marlon. Uh, Good luck. MFR. Oh. 2022, Chris Rock cracked a joke on Jada Pinkett Smith. And Will Smith got up and slapped the shit. No, oh. no, it's a bad it's no, a different we, all, we all lose. <laughs> we all we lose. lose. It's the S word. <laughs> Uh, I'm dumping everything, man. <laughs> this the show is going to like, oh, so like six. It's back to six a.m. at this point. So this trailer is in Spanish, but I just want you to let you know about the show because it might be interesting. Mariachis on HBO Max. 
So I have no idea what it's about. Just go to Maryville. Yeah. <laughs> I've already yeah. seen this. <laughs> yeah, there you go, see? Oh, and even the subtitles are in Spanish. How am I supposed to follow along? Do the mariachi start killing people? Why would you put subtitles in the same language that you speak? I mean, deaf people. That's closed caption. That's not subtitles. That's right. That's what that is. He's right. Yeah, so that's closed captioning. Uh, closed captioning. <laughs> uh, and then another one that's in French is Monique Olivier, Accessory to Evil. It's a documentary about a French killer. So French France's murderer. most infamous murderer. Oh, so uh, yesterday, Jay was telling a story about uh, uh, at Tactical Black to a group. He said he was telling a group a story about a serial killer, and one of the people there is from Germany. And he brought up Ted Bundy and the German guy. Shaking his head, like, huh? Yeah, and he goes, you don't know, he goes, you don't know who Ted Bundy is? And the German guy looks, and I'm like, in fairness, Jay, German right. guy says, Ted Bundy, you right. guys were, a f- that's your serial killer? <laughs> I will see you, and I will, Hold my <laughs> <brain>. <laughs> I will raise. That's a serial killer? Lucky. Yeah, don't tell Germans about our serial killers. They win. Uh, JRPG is apparently a Japanese role-playing game. From that well, earlier so thing. Am I allowed to play? Yeah, I'm not allowed to play, then? Do you have to be Japanese to role play? Or am I culturally assimilating when I Japanese role play? Do I put on That's a, a great question? Do I wear a bandana and eat sushi? Well, I, what is Japanese role play? Samurai deli? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai deli. <laughs> Don Belushi in there yeah. playing games with you? Anyway, I'm not comfortable with labeling things by that. You wouldn't have African role playing game or Canadian role playing game. Would you? Maybe. No. Is there anything Super worth? Super friendly games. Role playing in Canada? It's kind of blackface though, isn't it? SCTV and uh, Strange Brew. SCTV is <laughs> Yeah, but we weren't, we weren't role playing. We weren't taking on Canadian roles or pretending to be Canadian. I don't like it. It's just it's either like role playing or it's not. That's enough. It'd be a Mountie badly. Right. Dudley Do-Right. I can't dress up as a Mountie. That's stolen honor or valor or whatever they call it. Even though it's a Canadian Mountie, which isn't a lot of valor with that. Native American role-playing game? Yeah, you don't have that. Why, is, why does Japan get it? Because it's from Japan? Aren't all video games Japanese role-playing games then? Uh, mm, most sure. all of them are Japanese. Okay, mm. sure. It's an SAT question now. Uh, it's 939. There you go. Those are your hot releases brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com is where you find it. Eat, mesquite, repeat. They're out in Avondale. Go get some today. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Holmberg's morning sickness. It's just about time to get out of here. Make way for Larry. Oh, Larry. He's the wacky neighbor. Larry is even here. He's the wacky neighbor. Uh, and he's coming up in a little bit. Before that, we get to the entertainment drill, which is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, they got the gun safety course coming up April 21st. The women's self-defense course, I think, is all uh, chock full. So uh, that's the 28th, but you can still give it a try. I'm pretty sure that one's all full up, though. And then all the basics of day-to-day things. But we were talking yesterday uh, about how my dad went down there. My dad's 75 years old, and he went with me one time to train and, hey, uh, I was shocked. The old man's got some power in those hands. The man can punch. More importantly, my dad's never thrown an elbow in his life. Blast in the elbow pads. And he looked at me and he goes, I didn't know I could do this. And I'm like, nobody does until they get down there. So Jay was talking, the guy who's uh, the king of uh, uh, React Defense, 
Jay Ackerman, and he was talking. He said, we're thinking about starting a thing, and I think it's a brilliant idea called, uh, well, I, I named it Silver Sheepdogs for seniors. Because how many people, your fam- your parents, Brady, and probably your dad not so much now, but yeah. your mom doesn't know what she's capable of until somebody says, try it. And who is a more vulnerable member of society than your parents or, you know, anybody over 60, 65 years old? So they were talking about doing that. And I thought it would be a great idea, if you, you know, to tell people if you're thinking about like somebody, if your mom and moms and dads are always like, I can do it, I can do it. And they find themselves wandering around parking lots with their wallets half hanging out of their pockets. So your dad's 75 yep. and probably would do some damage. Your dad's in great uh, shape. Yeah. But. He'd probably be a target to a bad guy. Now, imagine if he had a little training. So I love this silver sheepdogs idea. If you can get your parents down there and say, hey, mom, dad, if you're going to be independent wandering around these silly streets in this world, learn how to learn what you're capable of. And it's amazing. There are be people. Confident. Yeah. And that's a big thing. Don't be a victim. Don't be. You're already kind of a visual victim by your age. Just chronologically, people look at you like easy target. Um that's an amazing idea. So if you have a parent that you're like, you know what, my dad, I bet you he would love this. Get him back up on his feet. There's nothing that can replace exercise and movement uh, with a body, period. That's it. Well, there's people who train at React Defense in their 70s, and you would not know it. They've been doing it for a long time. It kept them healthy. And it is, it's exciting. It's, a, it's an adrenaline rush. So if you've got a parent or an older person that you love and care about, and you're like, hey, you know what, why not? Give it a try. Talk them into it. Have them go up there. I think that's a great plan. So, uh, and, and looking at my parents, my mom would be a fireball up there. Problem is, she'd take it out on all the bus boys. She hates bus boys. <laughs> There's a thing against bus boys. Fox News did it to her. Uh, but if you're interested in that kind of stuff, they'll do it for anybody. What I'm saying is, all ages are welcome. No matter what shape you're in, no matter what your age is, uh, you will crawl, walk, run to a better version of yourself and become a sheepdog, silver or otherwise. And you don't have to be a sheep. Anymore. Plenty of wolves out there. We need more sheepdogs. Any age. And you should apply right now. Check it out. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady. Entertainment. Arnold Schwarzenegger has an eight-episode action comedy coming to Netflix in May called Fubar. Which it's about you all know what that father-daughter CIA operatives. But it means that you are uh, uh, fathered up beyond recognition, beyond all recognition Fubar. Which was a... Uh, cop too. Yeah, it's going to basically be the same. Which mentioned in True Lies, Fubar. Was also originally mentioned, I believe, in uh, Tango and Cash. I think that's where the origins of Fubar came from. Kurt Russell explained it to Brett's uncle, Sly Stallone. Hey, yo, I don't know what that is. Fubar, what are you talking about there, Cash? (laughs) Chance the Rapper and his daughter were on a flight, and they found out that their seats weren't together. So this uh, older gentleman said, uh, you can, I'll switch seats with you. Stands up. It's Martin Short. What a great flight. Wow. And uh, she said it was really cool. And then they realized, holy crap, it's Martin Short. Pretty amazing. She was a big fan of Santa Claus 3. Who is it? It was Jack Frost. Um, So Chance Rapper tweets out, shout out to Jack Frost. Who gets top billing if that plane goes down? Martin Short, Chance. I don't know. I think Chance the Rapper's passed. At passing. this time, Chance. I think that's right. Yeah. I think Chance, Rapper Chance the Rapper passes in plane crash. Uh, yeah, comedian Martin Short also on plane. Legendary. Legendary comedian Martin Short also yeah. on plane. I think Chance the Rapper gets top billing too. Yeah, at this point in, in their careers, yeah. Yeah. 
I hated that uh, I, I've been on a plane with Frank Caliendo before, and I realized if the plane crashes, even locally, I won't get top billing. You know, local Phoenix DJ dies in plane crash. Uh, it'd be Frank, you know, com- like comedian Frank Caliendo, Valley resident, dies in plane crash along with local Valley disc jockey. Shock uh, jock. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah un- un- Stephen Holmberg goes would, down. Yeah, I would probably plane. say Michael or Stephen Holmberg. Yeah. Unlikable shock jock also dead. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. I can't get in a plane. I've been on planes when I look around I'm like, damn it, there's a celebrity on the plane. Even local news won't cover me well. I'll be the byline. Netflix first ever live streaming event is this Saturday with Chris Rock's stand-up special, Selective Outrage. Um, but they'll do a show before. Um, it's called The Show Before the Show. And it includes messages from Chris's friends like Amy Schumer, Jerry Seinfeld, Arsenio Hall, Leslie Jones. And then there will be a show after, which will include uh, David Spade, Dana Carvey. J.B. Smoove, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's known for his comedy. Very funny man, Kareem. Two people ended up in the hospital after crashing a, a General Lee from the Dukes of Hazzard. Um, there are 309 General Lees made for the TV show, and 26 more were made for the movie with Sean William Scott and Johnny Knoxville. What year was that car, do you know? Uh, they used a couple different Did years. They? Yeah, so I always thought it was like, like early '69. Oh, was it? Oh, okay, yeah. Challenger '68, '69 Charger. 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 Yeah, and the Starsky and Hutch was a Grand Torino, yeah. right? Okay. Do you know anyone that ever got the Grand Torino? I knew somebody who painted a car that yeah. way, and I think it was a. I honestly, I, if I remember right, it was a Grand Prix, and it didn't look right. <laughs> it just looked stupid. Alec Baldwin is now being sued by three Rust crew members who say that the fatal accident was a result of numerous safety protocols being ignored. And they'll drop the lawsuit if they know what's good for them, Brady. I agree. Well, why is he getting sued? Because I am God. That's why. You know why. I know why. We both know. I killed a woman. I'm getting sued because I shot someone and ran away. John Hamm. He traumatized people. That's why. Yeah. Made this. It's an unsafe. Talk about an unsafe work environment. Some people complain to HR that you know, if uh, you know, Tom downstairs starts screaming at somebody, we go, ah, get places people have to come. Like, but now Alec Baldwin's firing guns. You go to HR and go, yeah, I'm not real comfortable with Baldwin handling the weapons. Who tattled? I have to take care of this. Poor bastards. A so-called royal expert says Meghan Markle. Markle was uh, disappointed when she first met. Prince Harry and found out that he had very little money. Also, she'd seen my blue penis, <laughs> which smelled very she much like my mother's todger. lips. My todger. My mother's stinky todger, I call it mommy stink. Mommy John st- Ham. What is that? Elizabeth Arden, Brady. If we talk yes, about it is. Have right, I mentioned right. that to you yeah. before? Have yeah. I told you that? You when my todger turns blue, I used to put it on my todger. My John Thomas always smelled like mom's lips. That took me back. I lips closed my eyes. Yes, now, because she's gone. She's an angel. She's England's rose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would say I was the, the princess, the people's princess, of course. And I love to have my toes just smell like her lips. Of course, as a boy, I never had that pleasure. Not like my father, the tennis coach. John Hamm and his Mad, Madman co-star Anna Osceola. <laughs> I would watch it if it was Madman. Yeah. Are engaged. Here's a guy who's doing all sorts of advertising. Madman. It's Madman. Madman and... During a show in Germany, Lizzo fired up the crowd by singing a few lines 
from Duhast. Oh, wow. She broke her little Rammstein. Yeah. wonder what that sounds like when your mouth is full of German chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little. No, I don't know. <laughs> I believe she is trying to sing Rammstein. The other concert that did not happen in Germany, in Frankfurt, Roger Waters' show was canceled after a city council uh, member called him one of the world's most well-known anti-Semites. Ooh. Well, better not hit the stage. You probably, that's usually, that's not a good introduction at all. And now I'm bringing on Please the, welcome. The welcome to the stage. Well, it's one of the most foremost anti-Semites in German history. Wow, that's a lot of, that's a big step. I don't think I've ever known a guy who hated Jews more in Germany than this guy. Roger Waters, everyone. I can name one. Did you see my tour writer? I said, no bagels, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> what are these? Bradley, all I can think about is my mom's lips and the smell. Uh, I close my eyes. I take a, take a big whiff. My blue penis smells just like my mom's lips. Elizabeth Arden. Very floral. Prince, Prince Dick, it's called. The smell of Prince Dick. Mmm. Fresh mommy lips. I miss you, Mum. BPD? It's the closest I have to having her about. But, you know, I have a steering wheel and a shadow box. I keep that in the wall. And that reminds me of Mum. One of the hubcaps. When I see hubcaps rolling down roads, I think it's her watching me. And, of course, when my dick gets frostbitten and I have to rub Elizabeth Arden on it, I think of... You dab it? I think of England's Rose. I dab it. <laughs> I dip it down like a pool cue. Into the tube. <laughs> and it comes out smelling like mummy's face. I miss you, mum. Buy my Very book. Touching. Buy my book. Very touching. It's, it's a moment between a boy and his mum. <laughs> you'll see, Brady, and I don't wish this on you, but when your mum dies, you'll want your tadger to smell like her lips, too. It just happens. Can't wait. Trust me. It brings back all the good memories. Walks in the field, tender kisses. You'll be dabbing it with Charlie? <laughs> yeah, Charlie. Charlie and I will do it. It's wonderful. Yeah, this reminds me of your grandmother. Put this on your tedger. <laughs> ah, gross. All right, let's get out of here. Larry's coming up next. We're done. Tuesday's in the books. We will see you guys tomorrow right here in the morning segment. So long! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.